All right, well, we're live. There you are. What's up? Joint uh, fun football podcast and shots on the sideline episode. And yeah, we got Joe. Joe, you're, Joe you're, you're, there you go. Yeah, I had it muted on purpose. You had to do a dad thing. <laughs> Doing the dad thing and also, you know, like give you a chance to run your intro and stuff like that. Oh, true, true. All right, so what we're going to be doing today, folks, is this is uh, going to be a debut of the Blitzing the Blind Side panel cast that we're going to be doing with myself, Med. Uh, we got Isaac. We got Joseph, who, the Raiders fan, Joe, uh, from the F- Frozen Tundra podcast. And we will also pop- possibly get AK from the Millie Goats. So we're going to be doing some things where we're going to be talking a little bit playoff football, some potential coach landings and everything. Uh, who could be our most disappointing team. Someone already said Boo Raiders. Uh, with a whole bunch <laughs> of people have no idea who that is. So, uh, guys, let's go and get started. Isaac, you want to tee us off? I, I'm not surprising anybody here. Uh, you know what? Actually, instead of Packers, I'm very excited. We get, we're going to talk a lot of Packers. I'm hoping Frozen Tundra hops on, so we might have to do it early. I think, I think we got to talk this Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, Belichick coaching. Um, yeah. I'm going to shock you guys. Cause I mean like that, just the fact that those three are available. I didn't expect Nick Saban to walk away. I expected Belichick to happen, but the Pete Carroll one was kind of a bomb. Did you guys really see that coming? Joe, you go, well, Joe's on. No, Joe, I, I actually post. didn't. I didn't see the Pete Carroll thing coming. Um, but then again, you could turn around and you could say that the Pete Carroll thing has kind of been coming for a few years now. You know, I mean, in hindsight, in hindsight, it's easy to see that where it could have happened. But, you know, definitely in the moment, it took me by surprise. Like, why now? You know, yeah. I mean, it just yeah. the, the timing is interesting. Um, That's kind of what I thought. I'm like, why this season? They were nine and eight. They, um. Did they expect? I mean, I think they they must have expected more with uh, Geno Smith. They must have. That must have been what was going on. I think. And really and truthfully, uh, I could see where it would come up next year and everything. Last year was kind of a surprise with Geno Smith. I mean, it was kind of mm-hmm. you know they were already in kind of that rebuild build mode where they just traded off Russell Wilson and they got all them picks and they didn't really go for the quarterback just yet. I guess they didn't feel like there was really anyone there that was really worth taking at that that uh, spot where they, I believe had the six and 18 or uh, somewhere in there anyway. Oh no, they had six and 21, but they decided to go another route. They got them actually probably a rookie defensive rookie of the year and Devin Witherspoon and also Jackson Smith and the Jimba uh, receiver to kind of uh, take the roll over whenever Tyler Lockett, you know, retires and everything. But with Pete mm-hmm. Carroll, I mean, you know, before that, you know, there was a couple of years, before what happened last year where they had a losing record. And then, of course, they kind of backslid a little bit right now. He's not fully out of the organization right now. He's more of in a, uh, I guess you would say, consultation role where they, he will be. Advisory or whatever. Yeah, yeah. advisory. So, I mean, it, it did kind of shock me. The Saban thing really didn't shock me either. He's 71 years old, 72. And, you know. How many national had, championships do you need, you know? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. he has seven. I mean, he's arguably the greatest. Like, he's already going down as probably one of the top three greatest college coaches of all time. So, mm-hmm. you know. 
Well, I would say he's actually the greatest, and Alabama has the the fortunate uh, boast to say that they probably had the two best of all time, Bear Bryant and Nick Saban. And, I mean, you, you can look on my wall. My dad was an Alabama fan. I became an Alabama fan because of it. It shocked me a little bit. But at the same time, you could see it coming because, you know, at 72 – like you said, how many national titles you can have, but you know, most Alabama fans, I'll be honest, we can be turds whenever it comes down to how we actually present ourselves because it got to a point where we felt like about 85% of us felt entitled to be in the playoff game every year. And, you know, that's, they didn't really no, get I mean, to sit back yeah. and enjoy what was going on. It's kind of sad, honestly, when you're the expectations are that high. It's almost like the Patriots, they were expecting to win Super Bowls. I mean, we can get into Belichick in a second, but it's almost like they were expecting to win Super Bowls or get there every single season. It was a disappointment if they didn't make the AFC Championship game. That's crazy. Nick Saban was in the same boat. Yeah. And I mean, as far with the Patriots, I don't think anyone really. And they, I mean, and they, they put up a hell of a fight. They, they were yeah. they were more of a foe to Michigan this season than Washington was. I still maintain, I know there was probably no way to do it, but I think Georgia would have given Michigan a hell of a game. Oh yeah, um, I mean, if Bama almost beat them and Georgia barely lost to Alabama on their only loss of the season, I think we would have had a hell of a game. Washington wasn't, wasn't on that level. Unfortunately, and, it wasn't, it was luckily it wasn't last year. So that's good. Cause I don't like and, 65 to seven national championship games yeah and that's that's honestly probably why the college football playoffs committee decided not to let fsu go in there and you know you couldn't really put they were like nah we're doing you a favor yeah (laughs) and you know uh one of the things that you can say about nick saban even though yeah he did lose the playoff game he beat arguably the best college football team in the nation for the past three years and you know, not even arguably, they are the best team. And right now, uh, there's going to be an open road for the SEC because, you know, Daddy's no longer there. So Kirby Smart and UGA can actually assume that uh, role on the throne of college football. And, you know, let's just be honest, Saban owned Kirby. He was 8-1 and one against him and basically made Atlanta part of Alabama. I mean, he just owned them whenever he went in there. So and that's not being Homer. That's just being honest. Can you guys yeah. hear me okay? I'm going to do this instead of the headphones. Am I good? Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Cool. I'm, bla- I'm blasting it everywhere. Um, I think, I think honestly, you sounded better on the headphones, to be you honest. You did sound better with the headphones. Um, but I sounded better better before or I sound better now? You sounded you better sound with better the headphones. Before. Better before? Okay, I'll go back to them. Okay. <laughs> it was a pain while I'm trying to spread the word really quick. I'll go back to them in a second. I figured that's a better headset by a mile. I'll go back to it in a second. I can hear you guys better on this, which is funny. Uh, check okay. your volume on your uh, headphones because I know that I have an Xbox headset too, and sometimes there's like a, a little volume tab on the side. That's funny. They can't I turn that up. No, I'll do, I'll do it in a second though. You're good. Okay. So I'll, I'll go ahead and pick it up right now. Uh, so, Joe, with Bill Belichick stepping down and everything, uh, one of the, a couple names, of course, with Mike Verbal you know, of course, getting fired, which really shocked me as well. Uh, dude was actually doing really well. And uh, Jared Mayo being the two possible successors for Bill Belichick. One, what are you thinking on that, dude? Uh, I'm thinking that I think Gerard Mayo is going to get the job. 
Um, yeah. It's sort of been kind of written on the wall for a long time now that uh, Gerard Mayo is sort of the heir apparent to Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I look to, I look to, I expect him to get the job. Um, I wouldn't, I think Vrabel would be another good pick, but I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest with you. I think Vrabel's going to Seattle. I think it's Ooh, like, I like that. I think it's a perfect yeah. situation for him because mm-hmm. Seattle traditionally, traditionally likes to run the football. Um, you know, Tennessee, you know, they like to run the football. Um, and you know, with the, the Seahawks, their quarterback situation right now, you know, I think they have Geno under contract for one more year, but or maybe two more years. But um, I think that they're gonna they're gonna try to make a move in the draft, and you know they're at seventeen, so I think they're gonna try to jump up. Not, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be terribly surprised if they tried to make an offer to Chicago for the number one overall. Um, but if they can't get the number one overall, then you know I expect them to at least try to trade up into the top eight to ten. So, so that they can get one of the quarterbacks that are available after the, the first run, um, you know, because we're probably going to see three quarterbacks come off the board, one, two, and three. Boom, 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 yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, unless, unless Marvin Harrison sneaks in, I think that's the only scenario where somebody surprises, maybe a tackle. I don't think so, though. I think it's, I think you're right. I think it's going to be quarterback, <laughs> quarterback, quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, I think it's going to be quarterback, 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 because Washington is, you know, Howell did a good job. But, you know, he also had as many interceptions as touchdowns and um, they weren't doing him any favors. But um, I think that they're going to look to get better at that. You know, they're going to take advantage of their of their number two overall pick and try to get better where they can at, at quarterback because they already have weapons, you know, and they, they also they need a pass rusher. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they decide to roll with Howell. They could always try to trade down and still because this 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 first part of the first round is going to be so quarterback heavy. That a lot of elite defensive talent is going to drop into the to the mid teens, so you know they would do themselves a huge favor, in my opinion, by trying to trade down to twelve or thirteen, and still get the best pass rusher in the draft and pick up some extra picks. You know, it's a tough one because I agree with you, except it's so hard when you don't have the right quarterback to make. It's it's other as important as other positions are. If you can land that quarterback, it just is so franchise changing more than any other position, even though there's some getting a receiver and getting elite defensive talent and, a, and if there's a left tackle or something like that at the top of the draft. It just sucks because I just don't think I just don't think Howell is that guy for them. But if they're not entirely sold, you're right, they would get a haul. So if it's not this year, it just sucks because I hate when teams do that, but there's only unless you land a CJ Stroud, you're not it's not worth it. You know? Or well, somebody that's a surefire, you know, gonna no, be. I, I agree with you about the importance of the quarterback position, but I would just, I would make this argument. This past season, Sam Howell was like the most sacked quarterback in the league. Like, True story. So if you if you're gonna take that quarterback, he's going into the same situation where you're gonna get this guy killed. So I think it just yeah. makes sense. They're not ready for their for their franchise guy yet. I think they need to yeah. build up their offensive line. So and they need to build up their defensive line. So if you trade down, you get the best. Either you get the best, you know, uh, pass rusher, elite, an, an elite pass rusher, or you can get probably the best offensive tackle on the board, and you get more picks so that you can try to flesh out that D line and that offensive line later, and then you can make your move for quarterback next year. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I think, 
and or here's another another thing. The Redskins, I almost called them the Redskins. The Commanders are going to have. The commanders are going to have about eighty million in cap space. So if they were willing, they could take a look at some veteran guys, at least for as a bridge quarterback for this year. Um, or they could roll with Howell. I thought Howell, you know, for the situation, I didn't think he did too bad. No, you didn't. And I mean, just to reverse a little bit, uh, like how you said, Mark, uh, Mike Faber will probably to Seattle. I actually think that Dan Quinn would actually be a really good landing spot for him there as well, because like you said, you know, Seattle's always been about the run. And I always, whenever I think of Seattle, I think about the defense, you know, and I think that Dan Quinn would be another one. I actually think that if anyone was to like Mike Faber could go to Atlanta and right now, really and true, for you look at Atlanta, they have a good defense. They got a great running uh, tandem in Aguilar and Robinson, uh, you know, uh, Drake London and everything. They really just are missing a quarterback. And I think, if anything, they will probably trade down. There's always already been a couple of rumors to where Atlanta has been looking at possibly also moving up to that first-round pick and picking up a quarterback of their future. And, I mean, Desmond Ritter, he's – He's not a quarterback that's going to lead you from behind. And, it, you know, that's no. this. So, I mean, they were built up the same way as the Titans, you know, run first oriented, play great defense. And Mike Vabral would be perfect. I mean, it'll basically just be picking up a better coach and putting him in where Arthur Smith was. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Could be, yeah. And it could be an interesting spot. Atlanta's way more attractive spot to me than Washington because, like you said, Joe, me and Med, I don't know if you saw me in Med's episode uh, on Tuesday. Dude, Washington, like, has got a lot of problems. Th- that's going to be a, to me, that, that's going to be the toughest rebuild, even more than New England, because at least New England's got a defense. Well, and you're, I mean, you're, you're, Joe like and like Joe was talking about, you got you got the second pick. You you have Sam Howell, who is pretty decent. Ben Enemy is still there, and even though he's not on their mm-hmm. uh, interview request right now, which is kind of surprising, uh, what that they could surprising. do is they could trade yeah. down, and you know you can get Alt from Notre Dame, probably the best uh, left tackle in the game right now in college level. You also got the guy uh, Usawa that is from Penn State, also left tackle. The three main positions that you want to build on, as far as I remember, would be your quarterback, your left tackle to protect your quarterback, and then your pass rusher. Those are your mm-hmm. three main yep. uh, positions that you want to actually fill. And there's an abundance of quarterbacks. There's an abundance where you can actually trade down. If Sam Howell is not your guy, trade down, go into the teens, and possibly get a Bo Nix or even, uh, you know, because of how crappy of a game he had, Michael Penix Jr. That is a good point. His stock probably dropped in that one game significantly. So I expect. I mean, I, I mean, just of all the pos- will probably drop a little bit. But yeah. I I think that that game. I still think he's top ten. I see. I I'm actually like I'm. A, I'm actually thinking that it was better. Like, it's better if his draft stock drops for me because I want him for the Raiders to be honest with you. You know, it, it let people think that he's terrible because he played the best defense in the country and his offensive line was terrible that, that game. Like to hey, me, man, you go back and watch watch the Texas game the week before. 
and the dimes that he was throwing, like oh, those, those. Oh, he was on fire, man. His, his dude, medium really was. accuracy is not. It's something you can't compare to any of the other four quarterbacks that were in that playoff game. I mean, Milrow would be there for another year, of course, but. Like you said, I mean, Penix was just, he was killing it. And his touch, his, you know, power. That's why I think it was the pressure of Michigan. It reminded me of the, uh, I don't Joe, if you like this comparison, it reminded me of that Chiefs Raiders game where Mahomes clearly has accuracy is uh, when things are going is the best quarterback in the game. But Mm -hmm. the line, the, the defensive line for the Raiders and the blitz was just getting, it wasn't even really the blitz, was just getting Mahomes' face. And it felt like that in the Michigan. I only, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I was on Frozen Tundra. But what I did see, it looked like the the Michigan defensive line was just pushing them back. And they weren't even hitting them that much. They didn't get a lot of sacks, but it got in his face. And I feel like that affected him significantly. Yeah, but I don't think, even then, I don't think that, like a lot of his passes were, were not, they're not like great passes, but I don't think they were so far off target, you know, like that they were mm-hmm. Raiders are in purgatory. <laughs> dude, that's got to be Nick. Oh, dude, there's so hey. many. Here, uh... Oh, can I do this too? I don't know if it's letting me do it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Back cool. We got, we got uh, Chris. We got Kelsey watching. We got a few people watching. We got uh, yeah, I, I don't David Tate. Kenny. I don't blame Penix Jr. for that loss as much as I blame the offensive line, to be honest with you. I agree with you on that. Because yeah, I think Penix is still an elite talent, and I think he has the best arm talent in the draft, hands down. Um, mm-hmm. his, he, he throws absolute missiles, dude. And mm-hmm. I can't I, – I really hope the Raiders can get him. And I'm kind of hoping his draft stock takes a little tumble down into the mid-teens so that we can pick him up. And, you know, like you just said, I mean, one game doesn't really define a whole season. I mean, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people look at that. And, yes, he did play the best defense in the nation. Uh, You know, and I mean, that the whole game, I mean, he he did not – he just didn't have a good game. And, you know, Mm -hmm. he was overthrowing his uh, receivers. And the one time they finally, I mean, hit the big play when the game was still close, when it was 13-20, he, you know, uh, offensive guard uh, Rosa Garden uh, was caught for holding, and it offset the penalty. And you know, yep. they had to call it back. And then the very next play, you know, they got a PI that would have put the ball at the five. And once again, he got busted for holding, and it was like, oh my god! It, it, and everything just fell in the way of Michigan as far as that goes. But you know, as far as like Michael Penix, I mean, you look at all the quarterbacks. You got Bo Nix, you got Jaden Daniels, you got Caleb Williams, you got. And I'm a little gun shy about UNC quarterbacks because the last two, I mean, my Bears drafted Trubinsky. And then you look at what's, you know, Sam Howe, not necessarily his fault because that offensive line was just garbage and their defensive line is garbage. I mean, if if you were Washington, what would you do? Would you trade down and start to rebuild the defense that was ranked 32nd? I would, if I was Washington, I would – I mean, they got to get a head coach first. Um, and that'll they got give so you much real, to rebuild. That'll give you a real idea of, of what they're going to do going forward. You know, like if they hire a defensive coach or an offensive coach. Um, but I think just from an outside perspective, they're not ready for a franchise quarterback yet. Like they have some I like that point, Joe. They're, they're not ready. Like to, I think to draft a quarterback this year would do that, would do that quarterback a huge disservice. Uh, Cause he's going to get sacked 65 times this year. 
um, and possibly get hurt. I, I think the best strategy for them would be to try to trade down, take advantage of, of you know, because the, the Bears pick they're talking about could net three first-round picks and change. So that second pick could probably net you three firsts or at okay. least two firsts and other significant picks. So I think that it would be foolish to not take that package, trade down seven, eight, ten spots, and yeah. uh, you know get the best get the best yeah. defensive player that or the best pass rusher or the best offensive tackle that you can, and uh, then you know get get a couple extra seconds and thirds and you know plus firsts next year, and then that gives you the ammunition that you know you need so that next year. When it's time to make a move for quarterback, now you have two first-round picks to trade, so you're not mortgaging three years of your future. You know, at, at the very least, you're sitting on two first-round picks for next year plus additional picks. You might even be able to just swing the whole trade in that one draft and not handicap your team. You know, going forward. And I like that because I think, I think New England's right a lot now. closer. Like. To me, New England just needs a quarterback and a couple of rece- a receiver or two with that D, and if they can get Stevenson mm-hmm. back, and I think that they could be a playoff contender. Washington, Absolutely. to me, is I don't even know how many players short, man. Like, there's well, not a lot of building blocks on that least, team. At least two offensive tackles and two defensive ends. I like the running back. McLaurin's okay. Dotson might be decent. They could probably use another receiver, possibly a tight end on offense McLaurin, alone. I think and is then, better than okay. Huh? I think McLaurin I like is better than okay. He's, oh, he's very, good. Very, yeah. And yeah, Dotson is he's good, good too. They could probably still use another legit receiver, but it might it's hard to tell. I, I think you also gotta look at who's throwing to him. And again, True. it comes down to Howell. I don't and again, this is not an indictment of Howell, it's an indictment of their offensive line. You know, like I think that the offensive line of Washington didn't do any favors for for Howell or for the team. So if you can, True. if you can even, I think even going forward, if if nothing else, if Washington could get a really solid left tackle this year, I think it would do wonders for their team next year. Like they would win a few more games just off of of improving the their protection, protection somewhat. Yeah. And it sucks because yeah. I agree with you. Like if they were to land that quarterback, if you had a GM that's trustworthy, like that could that would set their franchise forward. But I just don't. They have so many holes. Uh, like even if they were able to fill their holes on offense this off season, they're still going to have one of the worst defenses in the league. Like that's best case scenario for them. I don't think they're going to be able to do that with free agency. I, so I'm with you. Um, which direction do you think New England goes with their coach and the quarterback? Oh, I think whatever whoever they pick as head coach, it doesn't matter. They're taking a quarterback because Mac Jones oh, is the, like there's not it, and then there's Mac Jones. Like Mac and Jones then there's is, Bailey Zappi. <laughs> there, yeah, and then below below Mac Jones is Bailey Zappi. Like I somewhere still think down Mac in Jones the depth, could have been decent. Don't you think if he had the right system, we might actually see a decent guy? Now no. he's broken, I think. But I think that there was a potential for that with after his rookie year. But, I think I think that it was. I'll go after Joe. I'm sorry. Yeah, I want to hear your um, thoughts. I, I think that with Mac Jones, people thought that there was something there, and, or they thought that there could be something there. They thought he could be a good system quarterback. <laughs> but <laughs> we got to <laughs> throw his me. comment up. That's me. That's me. <laughs> John, um, John's clowning you. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt. But that's good. hilarious. Because actually, our defensive coordinator is Pat Graham. And I don't know if you were watching, but the Raiders had the number one. Defense in points per uh, points against for the last like nine weeks of the season, like the Raiders' defense was on fire. 
So oh, Max, yeah, Max Crosby, but, honestly, should be in the defensive player of the year discussion, like at the, near yeah, the top of it for me. I, I think he should win it myself. I don't think Parsons should be winning it at all. I don't even think. No, Parsons I think they're the going to give it to Miles yeah. Garrett probably. But Mac Jones, I'm okay with Mac Jones is not it. And no, and I think the the Patriots are going to go quarterback, and then in the mm-hmm. second round they're probably going to go receiver, and you know they I, might I need a side receiver too. Yeah. Would you see? For them. I could see T. Higgins maybe <laughs> wanting to go there if they likes the quarterback. Well, he won't know the quarterback because that's or uh, Hollywood Brown is a free agent. I, I yeah, that'd him. be one. That would be a good one to to try to get you know get yourself a deep threat for your new quarterback. Speaking of Hollywood Brown, what are the Cardinals doing? They get rid of Hopkins and now they're about to let Brown go. They're not doing Kyler Murray any favors. They think they're going to get Marvin Harrison. Yes, they do. Well, you know they do. And as far as I go, you know, I want to comment a little bit on the Mac Jones got a bad rap. In some ways he did. I mean, Bill Belichick didn't do him any favors by not drafting anybody. I mean, he's always drafted either offensive lineman, receiver. I mean, this past draft, they drafted a defense, offensive lines, punter, and a kicker, and then a wide receiver in the sixth round. So he's not doing many favors. And then when That's you the priority. what they got, yeah, I know, a priority, I mean, what? Uh, whenever you look at their best receiving option this past season, they had Hunter Henry, who was their tight end, and he's going to be looked at as a free agent. This He's already a free agent. And I heard Bill season. Simmons saying he thought the Patriots had talent at receiver early in the season. And, uh, I, and I love Pete. I'm going to go on his show next week from Foxborough Fellas, and right. then I got to let Joe go. But he was saying they have talent at receiver. I'm like, what talent? The yeah, one Juju receiving Smith. option I like is Hunter Henry. But Juju, yeah, man, he's been hurt, and he's not a number one. Not even close. It's he could be a two in the right system, maybe. See, also, look, the writing has been on the wall for Mac Jones for a while. Yeah. Um, earlier this oh, I think season, going to go quarterback too. Earlier this I, season, I love John, he's funny. The Raiders played the the Patriots, right? And mm-hmm. uh, the Patriots lost the game, and they asked. <laughs> there was a chance where they could have they could have tried a deep ball, a hail mary with uh with Mac Jones, and they asked Bill Belichick in the post game. They said, "Why didn't you try the hail mary?" And he straight up said, "Uh, you know, Mac doesn't have the arm for that." So right then I knew that the the you know the writing was on the wall yeah. for Mac Jones. He doesn't have NFL arm talent. Like if we're being honest, his Mac Jones's selling point was always that he was smart, that he was a, he was a good processor of information, but mm-hmm. he was never looked at as a particularly athletic quarterback. Uh, his his arm strength was even questioned even before he got drafted. I mean, there were other guys who were, you know, he was never looked at as having a cannon. Um, but I wanted to go back to uh, what Schatz said about uh, Drake May, that he's worried about UNC quarterbacks. Um, you know, certainly there's the the precedence, right? But I think Drake I knew, May, I knew you were going to come back to that. I was like, I, he's going to Because I can't just let it slide, man. I, I no, really, you're good, really, man. This is our first episode of we're yeah. going to try to make this show Blitzing the Blind Side is the name. It's not even we got to like hear your thoughts on that, too. Sorry, I, don't disagree, I don't disagree with Shots' take. Like, you know, you, there's definitely a cause for concern. But mm-hmm. I just think that Drake May is so much, like, far and away better than Mitch Trubisky is or oh, yeah. was and, and better than Howell, like, Drake May is – I have a feeling that he's going to be 
a really, really good quarterback in the NFL. Like I, I just I see certain things from him that are intangibles that you I know, feel so bad. I got it. This weekend, I'm going to start doing some of my draft research. I, I haven't done enough, so I feel bad. I've seen a, a little bit, but I'll be doing some heavy well, research on watch, this. Watch Drake May's film. He's he's deceptively mobile. Like, who's he, Can I ask, who's your number one quarterback? To me, on well, the top of your Daniel. board, if you're making your big board. Oh, on my board? If I was Mine making my board, uh, I would probably take Jaden Daniels. Okay, that's that's um, kind of what I thought y'all would say. But I gotta say, like, I'm giving I, you a thumbs I'm, up. <laughs> I'm so enamored with Michael Penix's arm talent. Like... Oh no, no I'm so talent, I'm dude. so enamored with Michael Penix's arm talent, but I just can't bring myself to like pick him number one if Jaden Daniels is there. If I'm being honest, Jaden Daniels no, just fair. offers too much, you know, in the range of mobility and everything like that. He offers so much extra. Whereas Penix, you're only you're drafting for that arm talent. I agree, Chris. I'm gonna give Chris a quick yeah. shout out. I agree yeah. with the Bel- the Belichick and Pete Carroll. They both had hell of a runs, uh, hell of runs. Yeah, I, I I I'm with. We'll get to that later. I agree with the Pete Carroll thing. Um, I'm gonna check Just out Jane Daniels because I've been hearing so much about Jane Daniels. So I'm gonna check him out. Yeah, the, the one other thing I have to say about Drake May is that you know Joe is right. Check out his like stats and everything. Check out all of his highlights and all that. Then watch the very first week when he played against South Carolina, where he didn't he didn't throw for a touchdown, but threw for two interceptions. And when you're talking about South Carolina, this was a defense that ranked dead last in sacks this year, and he he struggled with them. Now, granted, you know because where I live, you know Southeast and everything, college football is king. So a lot of my friends are Gamecock fans and everything like that. And, you know, they're sitting there and they're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be our year. Spencer Rattler, ooh. And Drake May did all right, but it wasn't something that would really sit. I mean, they went eight and they started off, I think, like 7-0, 8-0, and then they lost like the last three or four games. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he had kind of a rough season for his last year. I think he will be a good quarterback. Uh, he's definitely better than Mitchell Trubinsky. I think anyone, Mason Rudolph is better than Mitchell Trubinsky. Yeah, uh, Mason Rudolph but, is better than Mitchell yeah. Trubinsky. But at least three, right now, I will say Drake May is the best of the three. It's like they okay. they slowly are progressing, like uh, evolution, I guess, where you go from a fish to a a human. For also, you know, to add to that point, Drake May is playing. I believe, and this is my personal opinion. He's playing with a much less talented team overall than Mitchell Trubisky had. So he was, you know, Drake May has been forced to do a lot of a lot of carrying. Um, And the first four games of the season, you're right. They went like seven and oh, in the first seven games. But the first four games were rough for Drake May. And then all of a sudden he came on and he He really started balling. And then even in the games that they lost, he was still balling. It's just they couldn't overcome certain things either. You know, they there was points or you know their defense would give up but you know there was there was other things involved it wasn't just drake may throwing away a game so yeah i I got a question for y'all we're gonna stay on this college football thing i'm not gonna pivot it was a different season for him like i agree with you i I was kind of disappointed in the season that he had for for a final for a final season but i think if you look at his body of work overall and you know i agree with you you know i think he's 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 gonna be he would be the, the third uh, really good quarterback. 
Yeah, he would be the third or possibly the fourth. I mean, well, that's the, what I was going to ask. Is actually after Daniels, I feel like y'all differ. Who would be your number two through five quarterbacks? Would be my number two. Okay. See, again, I, I'm very, very enamored with Michael Penix's arm talent. I think it's yeah. like it, it has. It's 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 almost like. You're at the car lot and you see like this shiny new like Corvette, you know, and you're like, oh, that's nice, you yeah, know. That's a nice one right like, there. That's but sick. You're, but you're there for, but you're there for an economy car. You're there for a commuter, you know, and you're like, you're I'd love to have this Corvette. It's a luxury, but I need to get it's something that's going to run for three hundred thousand. You're like, miles. I got the money. I can afford this. Why don't I yeah, get that it's car? Like, you know, it, it's nice, the kind nice. of, it's the Give kind of car that you buy if you want to show off. It's not the kind that you're going to drive to work every day and. You know, um, I don't know. So for me, I think Drake May offers mm-hmm. more overall. That's what I wrote down for you. That was what I wrote down. I'm writing down your top fives, and then I'm gonna you make go my list, and we're gonna go we're gonna hit this on, in another yeah. episode. Okay, so who'd be three? You first, Joe. Penix for me. Okay. Joe, or sorry, Bet. Oh, I'm going Caleb Williams because I I just don't like his mental like. When you hop into the stands to cry in your mom's arm after a tough loss, that's telling me that you're not mentally tough for a a tough matchup. That's I agree feet. heavily. Uh, that that doesn't bother me so much. What mm-hmm. bothers me about Williams's game is that he plays hero ball too much, and that's true it's gonna, it's going to get him sacked a lot, and it's going to it's going to result that's been in a lot of quarterbacks this year. It's going to end up uh, it's going to end up costing him a lot of ugly interceptions trying to play hero ball because in the NFL it's, you know, all the talent in the world, all the physical talent is great, but the Mm -hmm. NFL is a processing game. It's a speed game where you have to be able to make split second decisions and you're not going to get, unless you're Patrick Mahomes, you're not going to get the luxury of running around for seven seconds to find somebody open. And so I think if he's forced and throw, I think he's going to struggle with that. That's what's impressed mm-hmm. me with CJ Stroud is sometimes he does hold the ball, but he still has the arm talent to make up for it. Even Jordan mm-hmm. Love had stretches the season where he did that. And but Stroud has the accuracy and a, just enough mobility to make up for it. And there's other quarterbacks that just cannot make those decisions. I think that's what's burned Justin Fields, especially mm-hmm. against elite defenses, is he just he can't process the game. And that's I think what the biggest indictment on him even still even though we saw improvement from like level zero he's gone up a a level maybe level and a half but he still isn't even there yet but i still i also think that justin fields wasn't done any favors he had no no, he had no good quarterback in front of him where he could sit for a year and try to learn how to process god that's so important isn't it there's no there's no quarterbacks coach well it's important look what the packers have done they let their guys sit for three years behind all quarterbacks isaac like Mm -hmm. not every quarterback cj stroud didn't need that right cj stroud came in he, he hit the ground running but there are certain quarterbacks like justin fields where the the physical talent is there but if you know that this guy struggles with processing and you're going to throw him in the fire anyway without having that, he's going to fail. Like, I think, you know, the best thing that could have been done with Fields is finding somebody, a, a good quarterback's coach, or having an already established, even bringing in a veteran guy for him to sit behind for a year and learn, I think would have done him, you know, a, a gr- much greater, uh, it would have helped much more with his development, you know, oh, throwing absolutely. him in. Immediately has, and, 
and I don't think he's washed. I think he'll go somewhere else. And I, I actually hope for his sake that he goes to a team that has an established veteran quarterback that he can learn from or a quarterback's coach that can help him develop. Yeah, and, you know, as far as that goes and everything like that, one of the things I've always said about Justin Fields is when you draft a a scrambling quarterback who scrambled around like he did in Ohio State, you cannot make him a pocket passer. This is the second time that the Bears have done this. They did that with Mitchell Trubinsky, who never threw over 30 times a game, and then they did it with Justin Fields. Uh, To get back on the list, uh, me personally, just a quick question, does Caleb Williams kind of remind you of Kyler Murray in a lot of ways? Interesting point. Um, I've seen a little bit of that, a little bit. Small, only only the yeah, the scrambling, so like the scrambling where he, you know, he runs around and then he'll come back this way, yeah. he'll go back that way. Like he he runs around like a chicken with his head cut off, like Kyler Murray does. <laughs> um, you know, like it, it's like that's why I don't trust Caleb Williams is because he plays panic ball, and right. and for me it's like it pays off. It's it's gambling at the highest level. Like he pays. Sometimes he pays it pays off for him, but as in the Notre Dame game, like sometimes he throws three picks in a game and and they get slaughtered. So, and if you look at how USC finished the year, like the last six games, they just looked bad. terrible. And it granted, they had the worst defense in the in the world, not just college football, but the world. Um, you know, but still, like he was turning it over left and right. Oh yeah, man. But uh, so. Good. And it's not like, you know, and that's my thing is that like USC should have still been able to win some of those, uh, those games, even with the terrible defense, because they, it's not like they were devoid of receiver talent. Like they have USC had good receivers. Yeah, no, they're straight. And you know, what's crazy about also Caleb Williams is that there's a lot of talk of uh, him also being like a combo deal with with Lincoln Riley. And, you know, that's one of those deals like when, uh, Aaron Rodgers was being traded to the New York Jets, and he came out with us saying, hey, these are the guys that I want you to bring along with me. Me personally, if I hear that, even from a college kid or anything like that, I don't care about his talent level. That's telling me already you're going to be in more of a headache than what I would actually want for my team. Yeah, like already you, you're coming in here and you think you run the team. You haven't even taken a snap. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and then dude, on top on. of that, and then on top of that, Caleb Williams also came out and said that there's only like four or five teams that he wants to play for. Like, okay. like, who are you? I mean, it just, yeah. it's such a lack of humility that it's like, you know, we get it. Like, you know, a year ago at this time, everybody was like drooling all over this guy and saying he was the greatest quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck and this and that. But like, you know, times have changed. Like you just had a terrible, a kind of a terrible season for what was expected of you. You were expected to like win the Heisman. You were expected to do all these things. You did none of those things. And you're going to sit here and tell us which teams you want to play for. Like mm-hmm. have some humility, buddy. Like it's an honor to be drafted number one overall, no matter what team you go to. Like, you know, it's an honor to be drafted yep. number yeah, one overall. Exactly. You're That's that team millions. saying that they think that you, that team is saying that they value your talent so much that they're willing to mortgage their future for it like that that you don't get any more of a um an endorsement than that you know all right and the fact that he also had to cooth to sit there and say i want a percentage of the team as well i was like man (laughs) you i mean i was like okay so so did you have number williams number three then 
Me? No. Yeah. I had Penix number three. You had number Penix number three. You had Williams yeah, four. four. I'm betting. Um, I I don't know. I would Good have mix, to. Though. Yeah, I would probably put Williams four just based off of his talent because he's more talented than Bo Nix. But mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I think Bo Nix is Bo Nix's processing is better. It's just he doesn't yes, have the he doesn't have the talent that that Williams has. Matt, who did Williams, you have? If you uh, want me well, to be honest, Williams is is he strikes me as the kind of guy, and and I'm saying this completely just based off of what I've seen of him. I don't know the guy personally. I don't know about his work ethic, but Williams seems to me like quarterbacks that I've seen in the past that think they can get to the NFL and skate by on talent alone. Yeah, which is, I mean, that that feels like Kyler Murray vibes to me. We had yeah, this conversation exactly. on Tuesday. When you have to put a clause in and not play Call of Duty, and I've watched a lot of Kyler Murray. I lived in Arizona, and about I've seen enough of him. And personally, uh, he just I mean, he's been a Pro Bowl-level talent. I don't see this guy as – I don't see him as ever being a consistent even top 10. I mean – even this year, I don't think even in the second half of the season, he was top 10. Now, they had some feisty games. They were there. But, I mean, like, I mean, if he gets Marvin Harrison, that's going to help. But I don't know. I just don't see it, personally. I, Honestly, I, I, I think I think he's, he on based on talent alone, he could be a, a perennial top 10 just based on talent. Um, because t- at the NFL level, everybody's talented. So it's just a matter of mm-hmm. who's more talented. Yeah, but I don't – I if you're good, you're good, man. Like, there's yeah. – I mean, There's just only so much you can scheme against talent, you know. Talent wins. He feels but like a guy. Is, I don't. Every he time he looks to me like he's a student of the game. Is my no. Thing. And I think as his athleticism wanes, and he's coming off that ACL. I don't know. Like it's not like the Cardinals have done him a ton of favors, but I just let me put it this way: this might be a homer pick. I think Jordan Love has more upside. He, to me, has been elevating the receivers around him. Now, he got three years to sit, uh, has got, but had the youngest receiving core in the league, but it's got a good quarterback coach and a pretty solid head coach. But to me, Jordan Love, what I saw him do, and I need to see another season, so it's hard. But what I saw him do was take his lumps, start to excel, and it looks to me like he is a student of the game and cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that I mean, I, I there's other guys too. to me that ride off ta- that ride off talent, and then there are these freaks that that are in the film room like Tom Brady that just have this drive to continue to get better. Mahomes to me actually is a really curious case because he, kind of he is extremely competitive. Mm-hmm. He's kind of both actually. He's kind of in the middle, and kind of ironic. Like, and whenever I talk to like I coach football and everything like that, whenever I talk to my players and everything, one of the things I actually tell them is, Hey, if you really want to really be really good at this game and everything, talent would only get you so far. You got to work on your technique. You got to learn, take moves from people from the past. If you're a defensive end, you look at players like Bruce Smith. You look at players like Deacon Jones. You look at some of the old school players, use some of their moves, their rips, their head slaps, whatever you need to do. And you mm-hmm. learn from them, take that, part of their game that you lo- want to adapt into yours and then you can actually accelerate your glow- growth to Kyler Murray doesn't really elevate anybody in my eyes other players elevate that's kind of how I more. felt like I just don't I and, it's I'm not saying he's a scrub don't get me wrong no, he's no, not no, a scrub it, there are scrubs NFL, the worst player in the NFL no I mean there are quarterbacks I don't think that belong else. to 
yeah, there's quarterbacks that don't belong as a starter. Like if we, in the mm -hmm. off season, I think we should do like a quarterback ranking. I think it'd be hella fun. It was really hard this year. I just, if I was the GM of a franchise, if I hadn't tied my money to him, if I was coming in, I'd probably think about moving on from Kyler Murray because I don't know personally if he's going to be someone I'd want to build my franchise around. It's tough to find these guys. CJ Stroud is really tough to find. And I think he's might take some lumps next year. But like NFL Data joined. I was super excited. I'm happy to the comment nice. up. Thanks for yeah, joining. Yeah, thanks for joining, guys. We're gonna do our playoff picks in a minute. Um, we've been on a fun quarterback talk here. Um throwing you a bone here. I uh, just I... don't know if Kyler Murray William oh hey, I don't know who that is, but thanks for joining. Don't say yeah, that to same. Cardinals fans. What do you say? Go back to that one. Don't say that to Cardinals fans, they'll jump all over you. I mean it sucks for them because they haven't had a lot of quarterback. So when you're in that position, Joe, Med, tell me what you think on this. I mean, like, it's hard to not want to build around that kind of guy. I'm looking, and I'm coming from a spoiled Packers fan, Joe and Med. So it sucks. <laughs> but I think with Kyler Murray, the talent is there. It's just, does he I have worry the about drive? Him. Does Maybe he have the that drive? Closet, to... That's a serious concern, man. I just don't, that scares yeah, me. But, I mean, Kyler Murray is not stupid. Like, no. if he, no. if they had, if they put that clause in the contract, you can rest assured he probably threw away his Call of Duty game and is like, okay, it's time to get down to business. You'd hope but, so if he's not like DeAndre but, but the, another. The issue is that for them to have to put that clause in there. That means what you're talking about is habits. You're talking about yes. things that have been developed over the course of a lifetime. That drive. Mm -hmm. that drive, it's either in you or it's not. And so for me, like. We were originally talking about Caleb Williams, and he was the one that I was talking about that I don't see him as being a student of the game. I don't see him as being the kind of guy that's going to be in the film room at 5 a.m. and and the last guy to leave the building. I, I think he's that guy that shows up at 9 o'clock and does his lift, goes and watches a couple hours of film, and then he's the first guy out. Like, just kind and of that's just not a guy I'd want to build around. I'm sorry. like that I, Unless he changes those habits, that's that's the hardest thing. If you don't, well, I, I, I mean, can't even say that those are his habits because, I, like I said, I don't know. That's I don't true. That's speculation. This is just the, this is just the impression that I get from him. Um, good point. The, the sense, the sense of entitlement that I see, like I only want to play for these teams. The yeah. sense of oh, oh, I want a piece of ownership in the team that I go yeah. to. Like those mm -hmm. kind I'm of things. That, that sense of entitlement. Generally, entitled people are not hard workers. No, like just agree. being yes. honest. They, those two things no. kind of don't go together. So those are that's why I have that impression. Spot on. Um, let's finish these top fives, and then uh, I'm out of kale because maturity also. And if all date, it's with you. And oh my gosh, we got AK. What's up, Welcome man? We're okay. on college football still. We're gonna we're gonna talk in a few more, and then we're gonna get into playoffs, which doesn't yes. feature your team because you guys earned the number you know number one seed. Congratulations. Thank you. We did it. As if there was any doubt. <laughs> I mean, if you guys don't go to the, the Super Bowl, that'd be the dude, biggest shocker. I've been it, the Niners have been on a mission all season long, dude. It just seems like they won't be denied this year. And uh, they're going to Super Bowl for sure. They're, they're like, my pick in the, my Purdy's arm is going to have to fall off again, and that better not happen. That would suck people, last year. People forget that, too, that he had a surgery like six months ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, Thanks, yeah. 
He, uh, hey, actually, I'm gonna go bring ahead. you in on this debate, man. We're talking. So I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna openly admit it. I haven't done my scouting yet. I'm about to. I'm waiting for the playoff stand, and then I'm gonna dive in. Um, we're making our top. We're gonna finish our top five quarterbacks college, and then we'll move Ooh. into NFL stuff. In the, in the draft. So, can you guys recap your top fives really quick? So we're going, we're going for like, what's your big board? Like, if you, if you're the one making the picks for top five quarterbacks, like you, we're asking you to rank the top five quarter, quarterbacks according to your big board. Ooh, you should throw so, up NFL uh, updated comment, Med, on Fields. So uh, I think Med and I both had uh both had Daniels at number we one. Jaden Daniels mm-hmm. number one. Okay. I like this comment on Fields really that. quick. That is the one thing I'm going to say about Fields. And that's why I'm not well, totally done on him yet either. Um, what what was your top five? What did you get uh, consensus? Well, I, I got to my top three. <laughs> yeah, we weren't finished we yet. On, we were in the middle of it. We went on to like a Kale, uh, Kyler Murray rant for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had so. a fun Kyler Murray discussion. <laughs> so they both had Daniels number yeah. one, and then they differed. You have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Joe had. Joe had uh, Joe. Who did you have two? I had Drake. You had May, May right? Two. And then Med, you had Penix, Ooh, right? I had Penix. And then Med, who did you have three? Did you have Williams then, or did you have May? I did put Williams there. That's what I thought. And then and Joe then had Penix. Really well. I had Penix at number three. Yeah. And then we were stuck. I think Joe was saying Williams at four, and I didn't get Med's number four. So, AK, if you want to catch up real quick, by all means. You know, we'll, I mean, we'll throw I, in here as well. I I like Michael Penix. I just like because mm-hmm. he's got a little Kellen Moore, if you remember, highly accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Throws it all over the yard. I think Kellen Moore, Kellen, Kellen Moore was lefty, but Michael Penix throws a better deep ball than Kellen Moore, so I'm not sure if that's going to be a good comp. But I think I think Michael Penix deep ball accuracy will attract a lot of different teams who want to stretch the field. I'm not sold on Caleb Williams. I don't like. I I just I think it's too mm-hmm. much fluff. Too much. Hey, look at me. I want ownership in the team. Blah 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 blah. Like already trying <laughs> yeah, to run the building. Up on that too. <laughs> we <laughs> just like re- you're, dude. It's he, like you were listening to the show. Right. Like we, yeah. What we were just talking about. This is hilarious. <laughs> you're you're really like joining and like it's like you were here with us. You're already yeah. in the tires, man. He reminds me of Johnny Manziel. Ooh. That's who he reminds me of. That's a good comparison. I don't. I don't. That's a good comparison. I think he got too, too into the. Let's let's run around and see what kind of throw I make, and not taking or taking the simple throw. You know, mm-hmm. and I look. Yeah. Man, I'm a pushback on all these. We got to have mobility at the quarterback position. Blah 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 blah. Quarterback positions changing. No, it's not. Joe Flacco's come in off the couch and thrown for and fifteen it. touchdowns in five games, and as the Browns one of the hottest teams in the AFC. So I just give yep. me a guy who wants to and I think that's I mean CJ Stroud, that's why he's doing so well. So um it's just, he's he's just got some ridiculous first. arm talent. That throw in that indie game when he was backpedaling, when he just chucked it in, in Nico Collins' direction and landed it, that was stupid. And there's not a lot of guys that can even make that play. And he's a rookie doing that. It's just he does have a tendency play. to hold the ball a little long, but he's a rookie. Yeah. Um and that's why I but was that was Penix is- hella Penix- Penix's arm talent is ridiculous too. Mm-hmm. So you got Penix. All right, AK, who's your two? It just looks ugly, man. I like Penix. I would probably go Drake May too. Then I would go Jaden Daniels. Then I would go Caleb Williams. Um, I'm Ooh. not. 
you know, I, I don't believe in J.J. McCarthy. I, I just, I don't know. I haven't Ooh, seen a lot from it. Yeah, I would put um, Bo Nix. I agree. I'm yeah, not, I mean, I want sure. to, man, because I'm a Michigan guy. I'm from Michigan, if y'all didn't know that. I want to. Like, I just don't see it. No, Bo, I put Bo Nix at five. I put Bo Nix at five, too, because J.J. McCarthy, when you watch that game in the national title game, he moved the ball, but it really and truthfully it was the running game that actually ran it for him, and he went 10 for 18 for 140 yards. I mean, <laughs> that's – I think he needs to stay one more year. <laughs> well, one thing I will say, though, one thing I will say about McCarthy, though, is uh, his his actual his scrambling se- speed surprised me in that game. Like he's he's fast, he, he's pretty mm-hmm. fast yeah. for a quarterback. He can dude. move. He, he yeah. can move. So so but, that's that. I think that that will be intriguing to a team. Um, you know, maybe someone will take him help. on, sort of like a like a Taysom Hill kind of situation, where you can mm-hmm. bring him in for designed runs and you know let him throw I, the ball a little bit. Just I just gotta so say, that, on Taysom know, Hill, they, the defense I doesn't wish the figure it out right away. I wish the Saints knew how to use him. He screwed me in fantasy. We, me and AK had this oh, talk. I just wish that's they used him. That's what it's all about. <laughs> that, uh, that hurts. He scored me point two in my uh, in my fantasy divisional round, and I lost because I meant to take him out, but that that actually was why I lost because mm. they can't figure out how to use him. They're they're so schizophrenic with that. Hey, I missed uh, Med. Who's your four? Uh, my fourth would be Drake May. It would be Drake. That's May. what I figured. I mean, and then. Yeah, AK, who's ben your Bowden. five? Yeah. And then Bowden next. That's what I wrote. My fifth would be uh um the uh Michael Pratt from Tulane. Ooh. I, I think he's got a little bit of the old Brock Purdy. <laughs> I'm gonna check all these quarterbacks gene. out. So this is good stuff. Remember he's getting ready for that mock draft we talked about. <laughs> Tulane. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to negotiate. <laughs> nonsense before he took over, similar to what Iowa State was before Brock Purdy took over. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if he's been playing there for three or four years, but he's been the starter for a while, and they've been a relevant top twenty-five team for the past three years. Um, hey, so I, he's, if you guys want to keep talking college, because I know we can do it all day, we, let's do it for a few more minutes, and then we'll hit the the playoff picks. Because okay, I, I've yeah, been I, like dying to talk Packers. If you can't tell, I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> you should be, man. Yeah, I'd go Penix. The fact they made the playoffs is like I'm just. So excited that we got here. Like, I can't believe it. Like, it's phenomenal. Youngest team in the Good NFL. It's an, it, that's an accomplishment great. itself. Jordan Love is the fact that he's elevating the receivers around him. That's awesome because they're all first and second year dudes and they're really developing some serious chemistry. And I love it. Seriously. And I, so, I actually give them a real shot against the Cowboys, too. I do, too. I don't see their defense as it. Chris agrees from yeah, uh, I, Crispy on the Media. I think if there's gonna be if there's gonna be a uh, I think they're they're on my list of if there's gonna be an upset in the first round I think that they're they're the top team to do it. Um, yeah, man. You, hey, yeah. you're not even a frozen tundra saying this, Joe. I love it. This is <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not a Packers. You know it's fan, genuine just, then. Uh, oh, the well, jersey thing is positive. The Cowboys are the Cowboys are cursed, man. You know as well as I do. Uh, like they can go 13 and four, and then the first round of the playoffs for whatever reason they just get the choke bug. So. Uh, I think the Packers can take advantage of that if your defense shows up. Um, the but the Cowboys, the, got, the Cowboys got a lot of horses, man. They like they got a lot of. Well, they got here's a lot the problem. Of good if you guys and, are ready to do this, if you're cool with moving on from college, here's the thing. We'll hit the Packers now for Frozen Tundra. I should send them a shout out now. They already dipped. Here's the thing. The Cowboys haven't actually done that well in offense outside of that Washington game recently. They did the same crap mm-hmm. last year 
where they slid on offense and they only scored, they barely scored over 20 in Detroit. They, they didn't score that much against Miami. It wasn't just the scoring though. They can't run the ball consistently. Pollard's okay. Mm -hmm. They ran it on down Washington's throat. That's fine. But they haven't been able to run the ball consistently. And a lot of times their CD lamb are bust. Brandon cooks mm -hmm. can get his sometimes, but in that Detroit game, man, CD lamb had almost 200. He had like with this rushing, he had 240 yards and mm -hmm. they had like 350 yards as a team. Lamb was two over two thirds of their offense. Like to me, and the dude's special. They're kind of a one trick pony. It's just such a great trick. That's kind of my thought. Yeah, and that's Lee, coming like I could just take my Packers hat trick. off. I just think that's. You got to stop that's where that we're trick. At. That's the problem. Is like you got to stop. Mm -hmm. You got to stop. CD the tough trick. He's he's. I would just either commit really to doubling good. him or shutting everybody else down. I just I think if you single him, he's going to eat. He's just going to destroy you. Mm -hmm. Is where you I'm see at. See that in it. the playoffs. You'll see it in the playoffs. People people will figure it out in the playoffs. They're not going to mm -hmm. show their best stuff during the regular season. CD Lamb leads the league in yards after catch. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Which is so just, that begs the dude is ascended so heavily. Like to me, I think he's right there behind Terry Kill and AJ Brown. I mean, he's right in that conversation. For top receiver in the league at well, this point, especially with the chemistry with Dak. Mm, yeah, I just have to throw out that you know is Dak a system quarterback since his his uh, receivers lead the league in yak. So well, that, that's I, I've been thinking that for years. Like, if Dak really wants a shot at a Super Bowl, AK, don't you think he should? He shouldn't go for sixty mil, man. He's not a sixty. I think he's not even a forty mil quarterback. I think Dak's the reason they lose. To be honest with you, in the playoffs, mm. I, I think it's Jerry, Let's but go. then it's it's Jerry Jones's crap. Filtering down through that organization. No, man. I, 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 won't think, hire... I think Dak. Dak is a, Dak is a good quarterback. Not great, in my opinion. Yeah. Watch his accuracy. I've watched him for years because I live near Dallas. And here's where you need to catch the ball. Here's the catch radius. And with Dak this year, he's gotten a little better. I think he actually worked on it for the first time. His he'll be throwing the ball in a spread. It's like not, Dak does, the, ac me, the accuracy Dak does is not there. Good, but to me, this is just me. Dak does everything good, but nothing elite. And yep. in order to in order to carry a team, you have to have elite traits, and I just don't see any elite traits in Dak. He doesn't have elite arm strength that he can over, you know, he can throw seventy yards down the field. He doesn't have elite processing. He doesn't have elite mobility. Like he has good all of those things. He's like he's mobile enough that he can get first downs. He's he's accurate hey! enough that you know he can he back can it up, bench. run a system. That's but, a great show. You guys should check that out. I don't know if, okay, if you've seen them. They're awesome. He's got elite cadence. He's got an elite cadence. Very unique. Here we go. I mean, if he's elite at one thing, it actually cadence. might be being a... <laughs> he said yeah, elite cadence. That's great. I like the way he tells the center to snap the ball. Like, <laughs> top of the... Look, dude, if you're Man. power ranking cadences, Dak is... I mean, he's right there at the yeah. top. Yeah. He's if a great only, teammate. Like, maybe we can Super give him Bowls, that. Though, right? Like, Dak would be a five-time champion already. Hey, I mean. so me and Ben from Death Taxes and Sports are doing a, a just meta. I think you'll like this in AK and Joe. Um, it's a 30-minute Just Packer Cowboy show. And we were talking on Twitter uh, the last few weeks, and I'm starting to kind of feel differently. He was saying Micah Parsons is their best player by far. I'm actually starting to think it's CeeDee Lamb on that whole roster. What do you guys no, think? Exactly. Of that? I don't know, man. Micah Parsons is pretty good. I, the best player he's, on the roster he's is one-dimensional, though. You, Aubrey, you me? He's the best player on the roster. <laughs> Until last week. I like Michael Parsons, man. 
But Michael. But you run at him. He's he, not great in run contain, and he kind of still he kind of tails off well, every year in his but he's giving you, his but production. He's giving you Thirteen and a half, fourteen sacks a season, though, man. Like, you know, he's got that's, speed. That's, he's got speed. He's giving you thirteen, Good fourteen point. sacks a season, and like. That's, but what's crazy is he has like ten by like week. He's like ten by like week eleven, and mm-hmm. then he has like three sacks. I could pull it up. He's done this last couple of years. He has mm-hmm. like two and a half to four sacks over the last eight games of the year. He really tails off. But somebody uh, else has got teams to double step him. Up I get that. that. You know? Well, it's because somebody, somebody else has got to make plays. Demarcus too, Lawrence is that's that guy the, for that line. He, he was that guy. Like I don't know. Like I mean, he's still he's still producing somewhat. But to me, like I don't think he's. I don't know. How old is Demarcus Lawrence he, now? Like thirty-ish, but he did wreck in that game. Um, which one? He's was older it? than thirty, isn't he? I could have sworn he's older than thirty. Maybe thirty-one. Pull it up. I think he's, he's older 30. than that. Even. When he when he plays, it okay. So my power, other key that the that neutralized. the Packers have done recently, they've been able to. Sorry, I'm gonna kind of other games. I'll I'll dip a little. I'm this is my one. Um. 14 sacks, 64 tackles for Parson. Back it up, binge with the stats. Ah, uh, like they I just said, threw that in the comments. He, he gets you 13. That's a, that is an awesome season, show, man. Like, you know, where Lawrence else is 31, by the way. Season. Yeah, he's a Dolphins fan too. So fends up. Yeah, he's gonna have a fun day this weekend. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk bad about his team. We'll get into that pick in a minute. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. I think I the think Packers' the biggest key, be- actually, is going to be if they can keep this Aaron Jones train going. He's had over 100 yards three games in a row. If they oh, can no, keep the Aaron, Jane, Aaron Jones train going, that's huge. Keep the defense rested. Keep Dak off the field. Yeah. <laughs> Give the ball yeah. to Aaron Jones, I, I, honestly, please. I honestly think we've got a legit shot at this. It just depends on which defense shows up. Because I trust Jordan in, Love now. I really do. We're in NFL. We going? Is this Cowboys-Packers? Are we doing it? This is Cowboys Packers, yeah. Okay, nice. If you want what picking, you can do to actually to get everyone's idea on this, we'll just go around in a circle and basically what's your ideas on the games, and then we'll do a prediction to where so that way that each good. one of us can actually say something. I'm so sorry. I jumped oh, on this did. one. I like sat back on the college football thing. I'm sorry. It's like, oh Packers. If somebody else start that I'll hit I'll hit it in a minute. <laughs> Oh, Matt, you want to go? You haven't talked in a while. <laughs> oh, you're good. Uh, yeah. So basically, I, I've talked to you a couple times over the, this past week about what the Packers should do, and it's honestly the best way that you could actually neutralize the Dallas Cowboys is by keeping their offense on the sideline. Pound the rock. Micah Parsons is a game changer, changer as far as on the defense goes, but in reality, he sometimes feels like he's the only one. And you see, to me, Dallas is a finesse team. You punch them in the mouth, mm-hmm. and they're going to wilt. You saw it happen in, in Buffalo where their defense just got – they just pounded them. And it was – it felt like it was kind of over before it even started. And with Dallas – I mean – And that San Fran lost, game. San Fran bullied them yeah. too. That's the that's happened twice this season. Well, I mean, three times if you count. Of course. You know, they, yeah, they lost to Miami who's only beating one team that is over 500 this whole season. What's that? Tell I think you? he's got to be loving this. He's like, Cowboys are going to go down in round one. This is great. No, I, I, I'm seriously. And, you know, it, it pound the rock. You know, if you want, you could draw up the safeties. You could draw up the cornerbacks. You could take your deep shots. Then you got the re- receivers to actually do it. 
Uh, test that middle a little bit. Vander Esch is actually a really good middle linebacker, and he's great in coverage. But pound the rock. You got A.J. Dillon coming back. Just play some smash mouth football. Trust me, Dallas will probably wilt a little bit. That's what I really feel. So and I got to just ask you something. It's on your point, mm-hmm. though. Ben was telling me from Death Taxes and Sports, he was saying, make Dallas run. I don't know if you can do that, though, on the other side, on the Packers defense. Try to force them to run the ball. I think whenever they actually got rid of Ezekiel Elliott, they'd lost that little bit of physical edge that they had in the running game. I mean, he was kind of washed mm-hmm. up as soon as the ink dried on his brand new contract. I mean, he went from a really durable, yep. tough running right between the tackles running back to Sean mm-hmm. and soft. And, you know, you look <laughs> yep. at what he's did now. I mean, they let him go. They got Tony Pollard, who is a great change of pace running back, but he's not really the guy that you want to run all the time. You do not want to run him through. He hits home runs. He goes outside. He uses his speed. And then he hurt his leg last year. He kind of, It kind of really felt like he wasn't as dynamic as he was last year, in my opinion. I get it. I agree. Uh, AK Joe, who you, who wants to go next? I've already good, done yeah. my part. I feel like. <laughs> um, well, You're left I, I like, team, dude. I feel like the Packers. I feel like the Packers have a really good shot. But I'm going to go opposite of what Med said, though. I think the key for the Packers actually is not to keep Dak off the field. If I'm the Packers, I want Dak on the field. Because I think you keep Dak on the field long enough, he's going to make mistakes and he's going to he's going to cost them the game. He's the he is the weak link on that team, in my opinion. Like as I That's said, he's good. He's good, not great. Like if you go back and watch the Cowboys playoff games, every playoff game that they've had since they've had Dak, he always makes mistakes. Like whether yeah, it's, except for that Tampa Bay one, running, that where Tampa running was running the ball at the wrong time. Um, and not calling it and not sliding and getting a timeout, whether it's throwing interceptions, like whatever it is, like Dak with the game in his hands is like Chris Weber in the national championship game. Like he's, he's (laughs) going to, he's going to call timeout. Nice. Like, you know, that, that, so if I'm like, I want (laughs) J.R. Smith for getting to like call a timeout or even like just hold the ball. Like if if I'm I'm the Packers, I want Dak on the field. I want to put my best corner on on CD lamb and double team him. And then I want to basically, I want Dak. I want to force Dak to throw to beat me. I want to, I want to put his, his arm against my defense. That's what you I know what's funny do. shots. I actually think Tony Romo was a better quarterback than Dak. He had less talent around him heavily. He never had this defense. He had Des who wasn't CD lamb. He didn't have the offensive line and he never had the running game that Dax had with Zeke when, even when he was a lead. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually think Tony Romo, if you surround him with all that, may have made his Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, he could sling it. Jake Ferguson and also Brandon Cooks. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I can actually honestly see your point of that argument. Yeah. All right, AK. Mm-hmm. What's your Dallas just, thoughts, I'm, man? Packers. I'm just looking here at Jordan Love and what he's done the past four games against the defenses he's done it against. I'm trying to get a scheme because he's been on fire against the Panthers, against the Vikings, against the Bears. Bo Melton has gotten more playing time. He's been they've been doing this trio of Wicks, Melton, and Jaden Reed, man, who I think is our home run hitter. But those are those three receivers. We just got Musgrave back. We had Tucker Craft. I I watch every Packers game. Um he just seems to be getting more and more comfortable. Like he just doesn't look like he's bothered out there. Well, his last um, eight the offensive games, line's gelling too. He's only been 
under 100 for his rating one time, and that was against the Giants. And I'm trying to get a feel yeah, for what. And is, they came back in the second half of that game. Yeah, and it, and what is he and seeing? And the, the Cowboys run like four three nickel, usually one high safety. Um, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to see if that's something that he can. Attack. Joe, man, I feel bad. Um, Joe, that was fun. Okay. <laughs> I don't know I'm how trying, long he had. <laughs> I'm oh, trying yeah, to see. You know, like that's that's the matchup for me. Like they're they're the Cowboys are not. You can try to run the ball, but they're gonna they're gonna try to make Jordan Love throw it. I think. I mean, he's a young quarterback mm-hmm. in his first game, but Dan Quinn, you know, typically likes to use a nickel defense, uh, four three. Mm-hmm. They like to run the single high safety look, um, cover three or cover one, meaning man, which means there's going to be openings if Jordan Love can do it. They're going to have a smaller, I mean, the Cowboys have a smaller defense relatively. So mm-hmm. ideally you'd want to run the, run the rock against them, but can you run the rock? Especially if Hankins is back. I don't know if it, that's a huge one. If Hankins is healthy, cause that's made a role of difference. Cause he's the only space eater they've got on that defensive line. So that's huge. You, and the, um, the, you know, the other thing is Gerard Bland is, I think you can target him. He either gets a pick or gives up huge plays. And it wasn't just in that Seattle game. Like Gilmore's by far their yeah, better they, cover. They corner. kind of pulled off. They've been helping him. They've been helping him though. I think. Yeah, he's, that's he's true. Kind of I think they've been shadowing the safety. He got target. He got exposed in the Seattle game by DK Metcalf when they yeah. put him on an island. His, DK his defensive player of the year, like Case, just started tailing off. Yeah, I think he's still made right throw, there. His his last few games, Jordan Love, the teams that blitz the most. So yeah, he, he played the Bears and the Vikings and the Panthers and the Bucks and the Bucks. And the Vikings and the Panthers are all top 10 in blitz rate. And the Cowboys are just outside the top 10, just below the Carolina Panthers. So if they blitz, Good stats, it leads you to man. believe Jordan, Jordan Love would eat that alive based off his recent trends. And I think Interesting. the speed, and if, if Matt LaFleur is smart, he will motion until the cows come home because that's yeah what, but don't just don't just do Kyle re- don't just do jet sweeps use the motion in different ways hey there we go there you go i'll give you some uh jordan love uh highlights as you uh talk about there we go oh, i love it so there you go or, uh, yeah, a lot of deep shots over the middle if you haven't noticed Man, is wish, a lot of what they do Ryan see the last three that's, plays are look at that Dude, when you're playing, when you if if you're going single high safety, the the sorry the, we have a storm open, going on. That's why my internet's like uh. the the open part of the field is typically that's awesome. in between the corner and the safety, right? Mm-hmm. It's that it's that hash mm-hmm. to numbers range, and that the Bears film right there showed you they will eat that alive. And those the the Green Bay Packers receivers have a lot of speed, and Matt Lafleur needs to be moving people around, motioning because that gives the Cowboys fits. Right. Fits. That's and the other thing do. that's really, I feel like that's just made our offense so much more dynamic as we got Aaron Jones healthy and we've got a consistent running game to fall back on when we've needed it. Well, you and can that's opened a, up our passing a, game. He's a threat out of the backfield. Yeah, like, he's great. Like, AJ, Aaron, Dylan, I mean, at his best, actually, he's a really good complimentary back, but that's exactly what he is. He's a complimentary back. He's kind of the opposite of Pollard. He's great for smashing it in the middle when the defense is wearing down. But he's better between the tackles. Pollard actually needs a guy like Dylan, but early downs. That's, I think, one of the reasons why Mm -hmm. Pollard hasn't been as effective this year because there's no one to soften the defense up. Right. The 
the the curl flat region of the defense those like i said from the from the hash to just outside the numbers that's where you can eat them alive and if he's doing a lot of motion crossing around stuff like that jordan love will have a freaking field day yeah and I, uh, what jordan love was able to do was actually very impressive because the bears actually run typically a tampa two defense which is supposed to take a your mid-range to long-range uh passes so, mm. like you said, I mean, that is that is pretty impressive. He was able to pick them apart like that. <laughs> I mean, you got linebackers. <laughs> that's exactly what Matt said they weren't going to do. He, we were talking about this. He said, that's not how you hit us, and then that's how we hit them. And I was like, I was impressed because <laughs> no, he's doing was, it with – he's also totally doing this with yeah. the receivers that you wouldn't have expected. Everyone thought Dubs, who, did, who got hurt early in that game, and Watson, who's been hurt for like, what, I don't know, eight weeks now, six at least six weeks. He's doing it with Wicks, who I think is a seventh round rookie. He's doing it with Jaden Reed, who's Jayden been just Reed killing it. He's he's he was yeah, I like him a lot. State. But he's also doing it with Bo Melton, who I think is undrafted or seventh round. I don't know. He's either seventh round or undrafted. He's giving me Donald Driver vibes. Seriously, right. love I love this guy. kid. It's three straight. He's had three straight strong games correlated with Aaron Jones. Bo Melton has, and uh, I like that that he's getting playing time. Honestly, right. Um, all right. Those are good, That's good analysis. Numbers, yeah, I'm worried about it. just a little side note. <laughs> I'm also worried about our kicker. He scares me. So that is one element. I hope it doesn't come down to that at the end. But that's such a big difference in the game. If you miss a couple kicks, that's a six. Hopefully, he doesn't you know, do what point swing. He did with us. Yeah, hopefully not. He's been a little <laughs> shaky. So I mean, my dad was making that point too. Your anniversary of that? God, double doink. Um, yeah, double doink. Double well, doink. thanks for sit, sticking so long in my Packer game, guys, because I wanted to hit all of them, <laughs> and I had some other ideas. We're already over an hour in, but um, I'm having a blast. So uh, what's uh, score predictions? This thing's That's easy. tough, honestly. I think Go it's going to be a little bit score lower score. Well, I wouldn't say lower scoring. I would say probably 31-27. And I, I actually. I'm going back and forth between the – because it, it really depends on who shows up. If – if Dak goes into Superman mode, it's going to – I really just think y'all just need to keep the – like basically shorten the game, you know, keep – Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. And you I'm know, kind of against Joe on that field. one. No, Joe made a good point, but at the same time, I mean, because Dak does seem tend to chuck, choke in the postseason. But, I mean, I just think really your best chances are keep them off the field, hit them with like some short intermediate routes every now and then when you get the – the defense to come up and everything like that. You hit them deep. Then you got the you got the talent. I think we also that. might be able to hit Reed between the numbers and get another. The way he played last week against the Bears, well, where he only he's had four catches for like almost 120 yards. Give him the ball in space in that 10 well, to 15 yard sure. range, and he might bust for 40. It's possible, even against the Cowboys' fast defense, he could. It's possible. They want Dak so badly to be the reason they're winning. So they're mm-hmm. they're going to do everything they can to make him the reason they're winning. Yeah, and That's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> there was there was actually a question yeah. that popped up on my Twitter, and we'll go to the next game after this if y'all want. Um, mm-hmm. That said, which team is under more pressure right now, the 49ers or Dallas? And they tried to attribute it Dallas. to the fact that both teams have not won the Super Bowl since night 1994 and 95, and you know yeah. right. This week, I would say it's the 49ers because we kind of expect them to win the Super Bowl right now. And Dallas, every I would year, say Dallas, though, because I think they're going to lose their coach. Well, that's because of their fans. 
their fans every year. You sit there and you listen to them. They're like, oh, how about them boys? It's going to be this year. It's going to be our year. They're and awful. It's, you know, you <laughs> hear that every year. They're already I mean, calling for McCarthy's job before the game's even yeah. started. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're like, <laughs> let's fire them. And I'm like, I don't think they're going to do it. You know, Jerry does not like to get rid of his um, – He's so loyal to a fault. He doesn't want to get rid of Dak. He wants to pay him. And he doesn't want to get rid of Martin McCarthy. He wants to pay him and he wants to keep him because he won a Super Bowl with us. Um, look at what they I did. Don't, with I him. don't think he's loyal. I think he's I think he's Chief. I mean Jason Garrett. He wants to be right. He he drafted oh, that, these dudes and he wants to make sure they're right. And that's why he sticks with him. I don't think it's loyalty out of the loyal problem. dude. I think he doesn't he want wants to be to, wrong. Jerry wants to win his way, and that's why he hasn't won his way yet. Because that mm -hmm. one Super Bowl he won after he got rid of Jimmy, they still had they got Dion, and they had the best team in the NFL by a mile. Once they got Dion after yeah. he won that Super Bowl with the 49ers. So, like you could have won with me as the coach; it wouldn't have mattered. Let me see if I get leadership is to have some of the guys that have gone before that uh, have been disappointed. Uh, to share it with everybody involved. For me, it's a reminder. I too have been here 23 years and uh, it is a reminder. I... Oh, there goes my awesome internet service right now. By the way, AK, I don't know if we had actually announced this. <laughs> we're, we're playing with names and our logo, but this is and actually going to be the beginning of a new show. You're welcome to join too. Oh, there we go. Sorry. And so having said that, uh, uh, I want me comes. some glory hope. He wants some go. what? Glory hope. Boy hope? <laughs> oh, no, I'll play it again for you. <laughs> when I heard, saw this clip. Me some glory hope. Wow. Wow. So I have that perspective. There you go. He's got that perspective. Oh, All right. We are, we are PG-13 here, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, oh, once I saw that, goodness. I was like, I have to actually play it. <laughs> God, that's great. I'd never seen that. I'm a little sad I never got to see that. That's awesome. It's on my page on Facebook <laughs> streaming. That's good. I like it. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah, none of my students are watching right now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> um, How do you follow I don't, that? I don't think Who any of them actually hopped on this episode, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> I think love is going to be a force. I think the Packers are going to be a force next year if they can figure out this defense. I agree. So I hope so. I, I'm, I've been bouncing uh, back and forth between Packers. I'm going to pick Green Bay. I'm going to just do it. I'm going to go it. a little lower scoring. I'm going to go 27-24. Okay. <sighs> That's good shit. AK, you doing it? it? I I mean, I, I if, what are we talking, spread or straight <laughs> Straight up. Let's just straight, up. straight up. Just straight up. Uh, I, th I do uh, think we have a chance to cover the points, honestly, if I'm being for real. Pick it with my heart right now, but I think it's possible. I think they're uh, beatable. Good, Seattle good almost game. almost took I, them out. I, I, yeah, the Cowboys haven't been. Yeah, I, I, I want to pick Green Bay uh, so bad because I can't too. stand the Cowboys. There's my dad. I think, there he I think is. Thirty-four, thirty-one. 34-31, Green Bay. Mm. Nice. Tom Valenti joining. Thanks, Dad. Nice, man. Um, All right. Any more Packers thoughts? Or you guys, uh, you know what? I've owned the time way too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was very excited. Um, What are y'all, who wants to pick the next one? I would, I'd like to hit all, all five, six. 
I'm going to go ahead and say, how about we do the game that it just feels like they both are on kind of a slide. We're I'm worried about our kicker too. Tampa Bay, Philly. Ooh, Tampa Bay, Philly. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a really good one. I'm torn. I threw it up in uh, some Facebook groups. Oh, all um, the NFC games are actually like you sit there and you like scratch your head. You're like, yeah, hey, they are. Like, they're they're all no upset worthy. And isn't Philly so Philly? Oh wow, the spread moved to three, huh? AK, mm. did you see that? It was one yeah. and a half, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. What's the reason for that? Is there somebody hurt? You know, I, I didn't know. even get to injuries on the Packer game, but I'm doing two more shows on it, so I'll hit it. So, uh, uh, oh, this Jalen Hurts finger thing, but then the line the moved he- more heavily for Philly, and AJ Brown is banged up. Have we seen anything from Jalen Hurts' finger? I've been waiting to see on that. I'm just seeing perfect. questionable on Yahoo right now. That's all I'm saying. It it literally looks oh, okay. like his. I didn't uh, know if his fingers like that. I yeah. It's not um, broken, isn't he, it? Dislocated. He, when when he so this in my realm of what I do for a living. Right. Um, mm-hmm. He held his hand up. It looked like he had mallet finger, mm-hmm. which is a rupture of one of the tendons here, which causes your middle knuckle to dip and the end of your finger to flex. And if you remember, Russ Wilson had the same injury a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Whenever he had surgery and came back in like four weeks. So I think he has mouth finger when I saw the replay. I haven't seen anything confirmed or denied. But if that's on his throwing hand, that's going to be a rough go. I think they can brace it well enough, but I don't know if they can make the bracing low profile. Is it on his throwing hand? I think it's on his throwing hand. You know, I actually like, mm-hmm. I was already starting to like flip my pick. I think I'm I, like, I know we're not getting to the picks yet, but I'm starting to lean Tampa, man. Philly well, looked broken with a healthy Hurts and AJ Brown. I look at the strengths and weaknesses of this game. I'm looking at the fact that Tampa Bay is really good at throwing the ball. They got Mike Evans, they got Chris Godwin, and you got Baker Mayfield, who's just kind of like came on real strong this season. Now, yeah, they've played their worst mm-hmm. two games of the season these past two weeks as far as Tampa they, Bay goes. But I think on offense, the- yeah. As far as like how their offense is predicated to throwing the ball and the fact that Philly's defense sucks against the pass. I mean, last year, the main reason why their defense worked so well is they were able to put pressure on the quarterback. They had four guys that had 11 plus sacks Mm. last year. Now they have one. Not this year. And whenever they let Javon Hargrove go and they're like, well, we got Jalen Carter, uh, coming in you know yeah he was he had a great rookie year but he did not max uh, uh didn't match the production that those two other guys had hasten reddick is the only one that has over double digit sacks and the next closest one is <coughs> and doesn't it seem like that defensive line is wearing down like yeah. the, the jane Carter started super strong and not just him but the entire defensive line has been getting less and less pressure over the last I mean, I can, I got to pull up the stats, but it just feels that way. I think like they're Jaylen one of the You're not team. hearing his name as much. But it, it is it is an, an interesting matchup because Tampa Bay is fairly good against the run. And Philly yes, likes mm-hmm. to run the ball. Uh, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay can throw the football. I mean, Rashad White's dynamic too. But, yeah. And yes, Philly is. can't stop Especially it. So it's game. like 
Philly, the matchup for this is going to be more than likely relying on the arm of Jalen Hurts and that hand where I think he still has Malafinger and credit and, credit if I'm <laughs> yeah. And I mean, one of the things that I actually pointed out to Isaac on one of his shows was that whenever I watch Jalen Hurts right now, you know, a lot of people don't really question his arm strength. Now I followed Alabama and I was a defensive player when I played, but. When I look at them right now, I notice that there have been three interceptions in the past three weeks where they basically undercut them and they were able to pick off the ball. And it just felt like he wasn't really just getting the ball there. I don't know if I don't. He holds on to the ball too long. Yeah, I agree. I know what you're saying. He he hangs on to the ball too long. He's not not throwing with anticipation. Right. There was a there was I know it's one of the ones you're talking about was to Quez. What was it? Quez Watkins. Like a deep was Watkins, and well, I think I mean, there was one to Watkins. He was open. Yeah. He was open yeah. out of the gate, and he waited forever to throw the foot. He won't throw the football. Mm-hmm. And Jalen so, uh, Julian Love, who was with Seattle, I mean, that's what he did with two of the, the two of those interceptions. Is he just undercut him, and he was throwing it to AJ Brown? I mean, dude's a muscle running muscle, and uh, you know he just undercut him and caught him. I mean it. I just, like you said, he holds on to the ball, but also at the same time, you know, can he throw it deep constantly? Mm-hmm. I think if they were healthy, I'd pick them, but I just, I, I, it, it already didn't play to their strengths. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to like be a little funny for a second, but it's true. Don't really felt like they were crying for help the way they played the last few weeks. Like something's wrong, man. There's, well, they, it's they, not just they, the they fact that they have the worst. They, they just don't look like they want to play together. They got the Thank worst linebackers in the league, even with Shaq Leonard. Their pass defense <laughs> sucks. They can't rush the passer. They, they're getting away from their strength on offense, which is running the ball, and it's not even that great of a strength anymore. There isn't anything they do that's even elite. I could just look at the stats, but when you watch the team, there looks like there's something wrong, and I think it's more than just Super Bowl hangover, or it's just a really bad lingering one. But... Uh, they should not well, be this way with this much talent on offense and some of the talent they have on D. And well, um, even on defense, you really look at what they were at all season long. I mean, from the start to the even now, they their defense terrible. wasn't there. And the I mean, they struggled sucks. with the they st- struggled against the Vikings near the beginning of the season. And I want to say this is when yeah. Kurt Cousins was having his issues, and it just seems like. They just, as far as their defense, they took a massive step backwards. I mean, they lost Jalen, uh, Javon Hargrove, and T.J. Edwards, Bearson Edwards, and I mean Gardner those Johnson. two. Yeah, and I mean, it's just they also. They, I think they lost someone on their offensive line too. I can't. They remember played earlier this year. You remember that? Oh no month, way! They did Monday night game. Philly won twenty five eleven in Tampa. Oh, they dominated Philly. them. Philly ran. I mean, they were very balanced that game. Um, Jalen Hurts did have two picks that game. Yeah. Uh, and another thing is, is that Tampa Bay has one of the youngest teams. I didn't even know that. They only got two guys yeah. on the on the starting defense that are over thirty years old. Yeah, DeAndre Swift ran wild against them. Yeah. Yeah, that was yards. when he he was pounding it. I yeah. just their offensive line doesn't even get the same push. And AK kind of hit it earlier, but. Philly's only real strength on D is they can stop the run, and Tampa doesn't even want to run. And Tampa's the worst team in running the ball in the league. Is yeah. Rashad White is? It's not running the ball. He averaged like three point six yards a carry this year. He, he almost, had almost thousand he yards. Almost thousand, he's a receiving yeah. threat, huh? 
Yeah, I was gonna say he had almost fifteen hundred yards. I think he had just over nine fifty, nine sixty rushing, and then like over five hundred receiving. Almost over, I think like five fifty receiving or something like that. But like over, like like a decent chunk yeah. of it was receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, this feels like a bad matchup for Philly, even if they were healthy. Even though they beat them earlier this year, they well a key stat, again. I go back. Also, is go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna. I go back I to the blitz rate again. The blitz yeah, rate. The Vikings. Right. The Vikings played close. The Bucks played them close. The Giants were all over them, and those the Vikings and the Giants blitz all the time, and they have given Philly fits. So mm-hmm. I would expect Tampa Bay to just blitz, blitz. Blitz again because Hertz holds on to the ball. Yes. So Tampa Bay's defense is the key. Here. I think they can take this. Yeah. If this, no, if, it, it's just if if his, if his fingers oh, messed yeah. up, and AJ Brown, if he's not a hundred man, like they're so top heavy with their talent right now. That like AJ Brown has been making that offense. You got Reed Blankenship questionable. You got AJ Brown questionable. You got Jalen Hurts questionable. That scares the hell out of me right there. Mm-hmm. And Sidney Brown's out. The Bucks don't have any real injuries, except I guess mm-hmm. Baker tweaked his ankle. Um that that scares me too. And their tackle's questionable. That's it. And uh, a Richard stat that I actually looked up when we were doing when you joined me and Seth on Marsha was that Richard White, if the Bucks actually give him the ball twenty three times or more, they were five and zero in the lat and when they there went on go. that whole run. And I and think And I watched they, it against the Packers. Yeah, I mean, twenty-three touches. Yeah, exactly. You saw what <laughs> what he can do if they actually just dump. I had him in fantasy. You dump the ball off to him in space and just Run watch him meet. And with Run Evans go. and Godwin, they they can destroy mm-hmm. you on offense when they're rolling. Yep. So, what are y'all thinking? I think if Tampa wins, and I think it's actually by like ten or more. I don't trust I Philly. I think they're going to win twenty-seven seventeen. I'm going to pick the Bucks. I'm going to go 24 or 17 mm. bucks. Yeah, I don't think it's, well, I'd go 28, 24 bucks. Hey, quick, real quick. Over. Patty Ice. I score. Love you, man. I was reading. All right. Sorry. He was, he was the guy that was my other co host. So nice. Um, You want to okay. do that last NFC game, guys? They I did do X-rays, and he is a Bucks fan. Oh, I really like that. X-rays were they they were negative on his finger, but that's not going to show any ligament or soft tissue. Damage. No, they're She's not. He's gonna be wearing a glove. I I bet, I bet you. I, I'm telling you, he tore a ligament in his finger. He tore he tore a tendon in his finger. And he already had problems getting the ball down the field. <laughs> that's tell, not gonna help. I'm telling you, they are ain't gonna help, no. man. I'm just smelling. Like, Upset City in all three NFC games. I really am. Yeah. Seriously, I'm smelling it. Way, I think the Rams. Way, way to foreshadow your next pick. <laughs> yeah. Lead us in. Don't you it. guys think, though, seriously, like, I just got a problem with Detroit's defense. Like, Detroit, at their best, is probably, I'm going to shock you, I think they're the best contender. This ma- The winner of this matchup is the best contender to the 49ers this year because the Packers are too young, and I don't trust Dallas. Unless Dallas gets pissed off and wakes up, I can't see them going into San Fran. The w- if there was a challenger to, to the 49ers in the NFC, and I don't think there is a legitimate one, it's going to come out of this game, the Lions-Rams. And my problems with the Lions, I trust Stafford over Goff heavily, 
that's, um, that's to the shots. Yeah, I like it, man. I like the comments thing during the show. It's really smart. And my dad said something about Lamb earlier. I'd, I'd put Valentine on him. I actually like the way Valentine's been yeah, playing. I saw we can that. get into that more later. Um, here's my problem. I don't trust Goff. And if Aaron Donald, they could find a way to get pressure. I don't love this Rams D, but if they could find a way to get pressure on Goff, that would completely change the game. And neither defense is elite, but Kyron Williams, man, the it's weird. The Lions' rush D is great, but are they really going to be able to slow down Kyron Williams? Because this guy's just been eaten, man, when he's been in. They're tenth, and he missed. How many games did he miss? He missed like six. He missed yeah, a he healthy missed chunk. It was in. Yeah, at least four because I think he was on IR. Yeah, he was on IR, man. So it I just like legit. I think the Rams have got the horses to do this. Both teams mm-hmm. do, but the Sam Laporta thing really kills the Lions. That's a huge loss for them if he misses this game. Like yeah. Campbell's gonna get some flack for playing him. I just um he is questionable. I saw that. They don't have any ability the big injuries. It just feels like a game Stafford can easily win. And I actually think the Lions defense, even though they've been playing better against the run, um, and I like the Lions. I'm not trying to shade on them. I'm a Packers fan, but I respect what they've done this year. Um, (laughs) I think this Rams team is... They only lost the one game to Baltimore in overtime on a freaking... That's the one way the Rams could get screwed in this game is on special teams. Their special teams (laughs) is trash. But they won. They're hotter than Green Bay. Um, the Lions actually have been really up and down. If you look at them, they destroyed Denver, but they should have. They lost to Chicago after they should have lost to Chicago, and they lost to us on Thanksgiving. Since Thanksgiving, they lost that stupid Dallas game in a close one. They barely edged up Minnesota twice, um, and the Rams have been the best team in the league over the second half of the season. So long-winded story. I'm going Rams. The the Lions don't the Lions are really good against the run. They're t- mm. terrible against the pass. You would yep. conventional wisdom would tell you that Matt Stafford's gonna have a pretty big game if they're if they're going to win. Um I will push back on the yeah, I would so if you're playing DraftKings, play Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. I would push You'd back. Play, on would this. you play Stafford this week? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, especially with Revenge like he just he's gonna eat. Detroit Nakua might have like one fifty in a touch or two, and Cup might have a hundred plus. Ex- expect the Lions to run the ball a billion times. I'm I'm telling mm. you right now, that's what they're going to oh, do. Oh yeah, the Rams, absolutely. Rams, that's going to be the Rams only way defense to win. is middle of the road against everything. Yeah, so, they really are on defense. This and what's crazy, me, a lot of people didn't expect that. Uh, yeah, sure. No. I mean, it's better than expected. They're ahead of schedule. This, Weirdly, yeah, they, this are. Little, they shouldn't be this good. And then they hit on some players and it's changed their fortunes. This little winning the players that you... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Okay. So, what I was going to say is like some of the players they actually hit on and everything was Kobe Turner and Brian Young, both players they got in the third round. Kobe Turner has nine sacks, might potentially be your defensive rookie of the year this year. I mean, he's that important to this team. And then you had Brian Young, who was from Tennessee, and he's just been kind of murking it as well. I mean, the defense has been really good. I'm really surprised. I think they were 13 and 13 last time I checked with 
points for and point uh, yards against. But you know, whenever you look at this, uh, Jared Goff. I mean, yards. I've never... They're twentieth right now, but they're twelfth in rushing. Right now? Okay. Yeah, they're twentieth so... in passing and total, but they're up to twelfth in rushing, which isn't bad actually. They're, yeah, that's I mean, actually it's that's like, solid. It's not like their defense is. It's not like Detroit where they're just abysmal. Like they're just yeah. solid. Yeah, Detroit's second in rushing and twenty seventh in passing and. <laughs> That's why I'm like, Stafford's just going to eat, man. Especially yeah. with Nakua. I mean, dude came I mean, out look at what nowhere. Dak did. Like, Stafford could just do what Dak did to the Lions and just feed one guy, but he's got two guys. And yeah. it's going to be a field day. You can't just, you can't double well, one. The other one's just going to destroy it. There's really two, three of them, if you really think about it. They don't have yeah. just Cooper Cup. Demarcus Robinson's been having a having himself some days. Things, I'm like, I'm thinking of Tutu Atwell. I mean, he's Tutu Atwell as well. So they've got so, I mean, weapons galore. I, this is a bad matchup for, uh, in that respect for the lions heavily, because it it's even worse than Dallas because golf. they got, they can spread it. And we've talked about this before. Golf is one of those players that you don't know exactly what you're going to get whenever he goes out on the field. I mean, right now he's yeah. uh, wanting that new tr contract where he's making fifty million a year. So you know that's going to be also kind of a distraction for the Lions as it is as as well. And whenever he actually gets pressure, remember the Super Bowl where he folded like a cheap lawn chair. I can actually see <laughs> him doing in in this game because really and truthfully, this was. <sighs> they kind of struggled towards the end because a lot of people at the beginning, there was no pressure on them. This was a division that they were supposed to win this year. Well, the Packers weren't there is really also the revenge element. There, there is a revenge, revenge element. element. Both guys want to stick it to their former team. And I think, I it's actually think you're going to see a decent day out of golf. golf than it is for Stafford. Stafford wanted to yeah. actually get a chance at a Super Bowl. Golf got was just, unfortunately the person that was the bystander that got the ax. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they he threw fit. him out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like, we're done. He was you. pissed. You can't Stafford, like, I'm out of here. They threw golf yeah. out. Yeah. They were like, so, I mean, you can't, you can't score in the Super Bowl at all with yeah, this team. Exactly. Deuces. Time to go. Goodbye. And, you know, to Detroit's credit, they actually made a good situation out of one that a lot of people kind of were like raising eyebrows at. Why would you go for golf? But he <laughs> has turned it around. He's done pretty well i guess but he's not no 50 million dollar a year quarterback you know oh, heck no not, they'd make him with that honestly i wonder what they're going to do with him because they got him under contract for one more year and then they're 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 either gonna have to pay him and the cap's gonna balloon for them so their windows now um because they got some other guys on cheap deals some rookies that they've landed well, they got hayden Oker, i believe so i mean that's not a bad backup option right there you yeah, might be end up being their starting the option because i just don't yeah. golf we got into quarterbacks earlier i'm just going to be frank golf when he's when he's hot can be great he really can he is a fun system quarterback it's like pretty light um i just i wouldn't pay him i wouldn't he's he, he uh, too much under pressure that packer game is a really good example he or the or the super bowl he's not the guy they had the best team. They sh if, with any competent quarterback, they could have beaten that New England team. New England only threw up thirteen points, and he couldn't get it done. And I think that's it, I, it. Shouldn't be an indictment that you got to a Super Bowl, but for him, it is. Um, I wouldn't pay him. Jay He's better than our, some other starting mm -hmm. quarterbacks, but I wouldn't pay him. Jay Vi on our show right. made an interesting point in that Super Bowl is that Sean McVay. Um, I think it was something with the play calling that could be in 
at a certain time and Bill Belichick knew it and he was not allowing Sean McVay enough time to get the play in because he was shuffling personnel in and out and kind of playing a, a behind-the-scenes game. So that's why they couldn't score. Jay, I made that point. That that Jared is Goff a is a very – he's he's a – it was I can't remember. It's something to do with you only have a certain amount of time to get your play – I don't know, something with the radio before it shuts off. And I think mm-hmm. Bill Belichick knew that, and he was just playing it to a T of not allowing them to get the play in when that time was allowed, whatever. I'd be interesting to go back and watch to see if they made a bunch of substitutions. I'm going to have to, you know what? <laughs> that. I've been writing some notes down. Yeah. I, I'm, be, I'm doing some off season homework. Sure. So I'm going to take a few, I'm going to take, I haven't told med, but I'm definitely taking at least two weeks off after the super bowl. Just no podcast, but um, Jared, with the Jared golf is a very good play action quarterback. That's what he's really good at. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Play action ball out, get it done. He's not the guy who's going to sit back there. And he's very bad against pressure. So yeah. if if the Rams are smart, they'll bring pressure. But you know that's that's what and, they would do. And I want to say really thanks to everybody for watching us for an hour yeah. and forty minutes. Now we still got like six people watching. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, seven. Uh, well, you might be one of those. Oh, on your page too. Me. I've got my YouTube up, so I guess we're at eleven because I've got four on there. So yeah. uh, one the YouTube thing, thing is huge. So uh, we'll, I guess we can move over to the AFC side if y'all want. So oh, we no, all no, picking, no, 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 we, no, 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 we're, no, we're me, staying right me, here. Let me, I gotta, I gotta do this because Cowboys fans have been all over us about the Rams <laughs> are the hottest team. And the reason the Cowboys fans are all over it is because the Rams, they think the Rams are the best matchup against the 49ers to knock them out. That's why they want, mm-hmm. that's why Cowboys nation is all over the Rams because they think mm-hmm. the Rams can go there and beat San Francisco. Let's take a look at this winning record that the Rams have here. Uh, they lost. They lost to the Steelers, uh, playoff team. They lost to the Cowboys, blown out playoff team. They lost to the Packers, playoff team. They beat the oh, Seahawks. Stafford was out in that game. Stafford was I, out. Yes. and Kyron Williams. Yes. That was a bad. That was a that was a cheap win for us. They beat I the Seahawks. They beat the mm-hmm. Seahawks, not a playoff team. They beat the no. Cardinals, not a playoff team. No. They beat the Browns when the Browns didn't have anybody to play quarterback. They got beat by the Ravens, playoff teams. They got they beat the Commanders, terrible. They're they're not a playoff team. They beat the Saints, terrible, not a playoff team. They beat the Giants, terrible, (laughs) not a playoff team. They beat the 49ers B team. Okay. So this whole they're the hottest team. They lose to good teams and they beat terrible teams. Except for that Browns one, although Flacco wasn't in yet. Yeah, he wasn't. That's the that's the and that Baltimore one is actually to me. I agree with you on the last four. The Baltimore one to me, though, they fought Baltimore and almost took them out in regulation. That was a hell of a game. But they have and zero. Baltimore is probably the best team in the league other than San Fran. So. Other than the Cleveland Browns, they have zero yeah. wins against playoff teams. True. They do. <laughs> the Browns were playing P.J. Walker at that point. I am curious, though, if like this whole the rookies and the gelling, if that's been one of the reasons with the, other than beating crap teams the the problem with this year though is there's not a there, yeah there's the same number of playoff teams but honestly there's just not that many good teams this year there really mm-hmm. isn't like yeah. my team's speaking at the right time but i i'm just going to be honest here like we're ahead of schedule yay for us we're like houston like yep. we're ahead of schedule we're super young i'm just impressed we did it with such a young team i think our future is super bright but 
making it now, I'm excited just that they made it. I didn't expect that. We lost our left tackle. We lost Rodgers. We had the youngest receiving core. I saw this on Adam Schefter posted it, and I'm not going to do a long-winded thing, but we were the youngest team since the 77 Bears to make the playoffs. That's effing awesome. Almost 50 years. But there's not a lot of great teams this year, so it's really tough because the Cowboys had the same thing. Where they, except for freaking Seattle and Philly, who's been trash, they hadn't beaten anybody. Because I could, I've already know the Cowboys thing. They haven't beaten anybody. Neither so, the Rams. No, neither the Rams. Honestly, it's kind of indictment on the Packers. We haven't really beaten anybody either. Sadly, nobody's beaten anyone. No one's beaten anyone because <laughs> there's no one. <laughs> Wait, we didn't do we didn't do uh pick we didn't do the actual picks though. Sorry. We all taking we all taking Rams. The Rams. Rams. No, I'm taking the What's Lions. What's the score? I'm taking Ooh. the Lions. He's you are? I thought so. Yeah. I knew it was like, there's no way we're all going to pick Detroit. All right, what's your scores? I'm going to go... Um... You need to write all these down so we, we can remember who said what. And then okay, okay. It. So, no, no, no. We all agreed. <laughs> I won't do score, but we all picked... I can't believe I got you guys on board. We all picked Green Bay. We all picked Tampa Bay. Um, AK is picking... He's picking Detroit. Me and Med. We're going Rams. Yeah. What's the scores? Ooh. This is a high. That's tough. Under. I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna go thirty-four I, to I'll go thirty-seven, thirty-one. I think the I think, I think the it's really high cool. I think they blow them out. I think it's thirty-four to twenty. Ooh, nice. Med. Thirty-four thirty-one. Right, Med, you get to pick the first AFC game. Or no, um, yeah, you pick the first one, then AK can pick the next one. Okay. The AFC ones are not as fun to me at all. Well, I'm going to like, go with a fun one. Uh, and shout out, uh, AK, the the whole like revenge thing that y'all kept talking about uh, with all the <laughs> the side stuff. I, I read that. I was like, damn, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> the one that is intriguing to me, the most, uh-huh. I would say. I think I know which one. Do you? That's well, just my guess is there's <laughs> no way it's Buffalo Pittsburgh. There's no way it's Buffalo that. Pittsburgh. Uh, I honestly think. Go. <laughs> I personally was thinking gonna... it was going to be Kansas City and Miami was the one. Yeah, I'm that's the one. I, yeah. But yeah. Uh, if you want to take that one, I'll go with Browns and uh, Houston because, you know, one of the big keys that I'm wondering is Sean Watson going to go back to his massage parlor. I mean, <laughs> that's the, what's the over they, under? Where's on he that? watching the game from? The sidelines <laughs> or, the, or, the, or the box? Or the, they're going to need to put some security on <laughs> Sean Watson. the athletic training room. <laughs> now, Denzel Ward being uh, questionable is a huge storyline in this one, and their mm-hmm. kicker's out. Um, for Cleveland, I mean, th- this is also it's tough one of to pick games. Cleveland. It's tough to pick Houston, though, man. Like, yeah, I love CJ Stroud, but they don't have a running game. <sighs> Defense is solid. It's okay, actually. Well, what's crazy about that is, you know, with Damian Pierce, a lot of people really expected him to really step up his game from last year, especially after he got hurt. And you know, Just you sit there off. and see him plummet. They put in Devin Singletary, who was cast off excuse me, by Buffalo, and he's mm-hmm. actually done pretty decent. Uh, but, yeah, no, Houston is way 
ahead of schedule. And a lot of people are like, of course, CJ Stroud, he, had, he started off really hot. He kind of cooled off a little bit towards the end. I think he has 23 touchdowns, five interceptions. He's also been hurt. He was hurt. He too. has been hurt, games. but he, he has insane chemistry with Nico Collins and the fact that they lost Tank Dell. I mean, that's a huge hit. And I do like yeah. Dalton Dalton Schultz. I mean, great tight end. But when you lose a player that could be a playmaker like Tank Dell, I mean, that's going to be huge in this game. And especially with the Browns having a Super Bowl caliber defense, they're run, both the running backs have filled in really good after Nick Chubb had his second most horrific knee injury I have seen, like, watching the game. Like, ooh, that doesn't look good. And Willis McGahee the first? Huh? Was Willis McGahee the first? That was pretty bad too. I've yeah. never seen it when yeah. the leg bends like that. No. Uh, oh God, yeah, that's you, awful. That hey, we could probably do a top ten on injury now. But yeah, we'll do an injury but, one in the off season. We'll be like really, boom, boom, boom. But some bad. I will just go ahead and say I'm going to pick the Browns simply because ever since Joe Flacco has got there and they got the Flacco fleet fever, they have been able to throw the ball. With Deshaun Watson, they couldn't really do it. And he's got yeah. this insane chemistry with Mark Or Robinson Thompson. Yeah, he's he has a really and truthfully, Amari Cooper is probably the best receiver he's thrown at besides Anquan Bolden his whole career. And, you know, it's just one of those things where you sit there, it's hard not to pick them. I mean, the defense is Super Bowl caliber. Good. I wouldn't say like they're not Nick Chubb level, but good running backs. And I mean, they, they got a passing game now. It's really hard to not go with the Browns on this. Me personally. Yeah. It's a fascinating matchup. De- Cleveland's defense is very good against the pass middle of the road against the run. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Houston's got a really good run. D. Houston's got a good defense, a run defense, but they give it up against the pass. So again, it's another one of these opposite matchups, just like, just like mm-hmm. Philly and uh, Tampa Bay, where it's the, mm-hmm. the players you're going to expect that are going to need to step up, can they? I don't know. This is a coach of the year bowl, guys. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Coach of the year bowl. Kevin Stefanski and DeMarco Ryans. Yep. Coach of the year bowl. I think the only coach scenario that Houston actually wins is their defense. Two things. Their defense has to play lights out. And C.J. Stroud's going to have to have the game of his life against. That defense. I mean, I don't know if you have Baltimore or Cleveland is the best D, but mm-hmm. top two defense in the NFL. I mean, I don't think there's anybody else even in the conversation. And not only that, another, another key about the Houston. But Denzel Ward being questionable is huge because if he can't stick, I like the other corner, but if he can't stick Cooper, that could be a huge swing in the mm-hmm. game. And, and he's questionable Will as Anderson, of now. He's, uh, I was going to say Will Anderson Jr. is questionable right mm-hmm. now. That's seven sacks. He I is mean, uh, Greenard has been actually their main dude as far as putting the pressure on the quarterback. And, you know, AK could probably, I think he played quarterback and I played defensive end. If you, I meant Ward on Collins, I having the pass rusher. So, I mean, and Cleveland's offensive line is actually pretty good too. So, mm-hmm. but they got, so they got, you know, but they, sorry, the cats are in here, but they got Robert Woods and um, Noah Brown questionable. I meant Denzel Ward on Nico Collins. I flipped it. I was mm-hmm. thinking the same team. Um, yeah, man, uh, the injuries in this one are actually pretty interesting because it's a pretty big swing. Um, yeah, but how how comfy are these two teams? Like, thank goodness we're playing in Houston right now because I don't want to play in Buffalo and I don't want to play no. in the city. <laughs> no, not with the weather right now. Like, can't, 
like honestly the people that are picking uh miami it's interesting to me because you must be expecting them to run the ball over kc it's gonna be because like rock you're throwing the ball is gonna be really t- it's gonna it's already been a tough day for mahomes this all season those receivers in that those conditions that's gonna What's be fun gonna be? like he like might he might he's gonna struggle to get 200 it? yards <laughs> i know we're not on that game yet but um no, no, but it, yeah you're right no, though like in mean. houston it's gonna be that easy if they can get the receivers back, that's the best scenario for them to be able to throw the ball effectively. It's just, can they do it against Cleveland's D? Cleveland's no a road favorite. In the league. Yeah, it's yeah be I, I just game. can't go. I love Stroud. I just can't do it. I can't pick Sean him. Sean Watson's going to sit on the sideline in a lawn chair and some oh tanning oil. I it's mean, it's going to be great, man. <laughs> so yeah. many homes. It's going to be awesome. I'm, I, yeah. I'm going. I actually think the Browns dominate them. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go like 31-17. I think it's going to be – I think they might even struggle to get to 17. I think they win by two touchdowns. I don't think this one's close at all. I'm thinking 35-10. I think the Browns are that real. The only thing, and I've read on it, is they've been a little house of cards on offense, and if Flacco's arm just falls off all of a sudden, it's possible. He did rest a week. Who knows? He is old. But um, I'm going to go with it until I don't see it anymore. He does throw picks, and I think mm-hmm. he's about to pass – Tom Brady, if he wins this weekend for most wins in the NFL history for really? like wild card weekends, and I think most road victories. Oh, road, yeah, road victories. <laughs> Get some, that's dude. Kinda, that's weird. Joe Flacco, <laughs> can you guys, if we'd put a bet on quarterbacks that would be talking about wild card weekend, the guy who put money on Joe Flacco would have could have probably probably had one to thousand odds. Maybe even we, more. We, so I'm serious. Like, what would have been the odds on that? We talk about this all the beginning time. Beginning of the like, season. We played Is against a bigger comeback story. We played, he played against, against Joe Flacco. Flacco in, in Delaware. Oh, yeah, I did. In the in National Delaware. I was going to say the yeah. Blue Hens or what? <laughs> 2007. And we beat the wheels off of him. It was like 43 to something. <laughs> it didn't matter. Take that. I love it. That's great, Go man. Flacco. Seriously, that's awesome. So. Um, yeah. Okay, so. What y'all fix? I already said I Browns. I, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I think I said Browns last night on our show. But the more I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, I don't know, man. I, give me, give me Houston. Ooh, Houston. you're taking Houston, Millie. I don't I like blame Houston. you. There was a there was a small part of me that wants to do it and believe in Stroud. I just really like this D. But if word, words out, that could be huge. So I don't blame you. Yeah. All right. Um, AK, you want uh, Buffalo, uh, Pittsburgh, or you want KC, Miami? Give me, uh, let's do KC, Miami because we have one of one of the guys we played with, um, plays for the Bills, and so we had some fun stuff to talk about there. But um, this is a fun little revenge game. Tyree Kill going back to KC. KC's four and a half point favorites. The over under is forty three and a half. And isn't the weather supposed to be completely god awful? Are they getting snow in that game? It's gonna be negative thirty. It's gonna be thirty below. Jesus, like feels like thirty just... below. I mean, it's it's in Texas where I'm at. Like we might miss school on Tuesday. I don't have school Monday. Weather's gonna be insane. Um, yeah, it's supposed, the high here. is like in the twenties one of the days over here. It's just stupid. I so, am interested can... to see what Mike McDaniel's wears on the sideline because I'm pretty sure it's gonna. This be guy is the funniest design. man. Have you watched some of the stuff of this guy? He's freaking hilarious. He's gonna be looking Love it, like man. 
fat Joe out there or the Michelin man, <laughs> probably in an all white puffy designer winner, you know, looking like the stay puff marshmallow man off. Daniel's going to be out there styling. Probably would bring back the beanie that had the little bill on it. You remember those? Oh yeah. I remember those. You remember that? Yeah, that's going to be Mike McDaniels for sure. Man, I wish we could get the same tr- quad trio and four every week. This has been a blast. Seriously. <laughs> AK has a bunch of his own shows. I don't know if he can do shows every night. Dude, I, I would love to. I, I mean, honestly. I think well, so we want fun. So we're trying to start this show blitzing. the. That's what this is. We're trying to start blitzing the blind side. But we want to have a panel. So if you can occasionally do it, that'd be fun. We're going to try to get Joe in and possibly somebody else. But we're trying to start a new show that's not fun football or shots. It's a combined mm-hmm. show. It's a new show. So that's what this is. It's supposed to be the first episode of that. We just didn't. We've had a busy week. We didn't get to do the graphic and start the YouTube channel yet. So that's think, why we have a, you know, stream yard being logo on yes. there. So nice. Let's yeah. the blind side. Okay. You, you should, we should well, do we, were, we were kicking around names. That, there's a lot of good ones taken. Blitzing the blind, the blind side, or the other one I really like that Med was talking about, because then we could talk NBA. I don't know if you're an NBA guy. State was of State the of the Franchise, because then it could be any anything. It could be college. How about, could, how, oh, here we go. Here we go, boys. Oh, we're going yeah. When the blitz Sorry, we got sidetracked real quick. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. Let's do it. I don't care. People, are, they're still watching. I've still got yeah, like eight got watching. Six. I can't believe it. We're we're breaking. We're we're continuing my two hour streak, man. Okay, bro. <laughs> when the when All the right. blitz hits the fan. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, it's like a double entendre. If that like, is available, I'm looking. I'm we're, looking. We're all I'm looking fans. on YouTube. Blitz from the blind side. Blitz when the blitz hits the fan. I don't know, Matt, if you can check during the show, but we're looking. I'm uh, looking to I'm see if it's available on X. I'm checking right now. So we're talking. Okay, when the blitz hits the fan, I freaking love it. Because we need to come up with a graphic, but we want to come up with a name first. <laughs> I, I have a And then we were going to do this once a week is our plan. <laughs> but the only reason I like the franchise one is because I really wanted to talk NBA because there's a bunch of NBA stuff happening right now. And we're there's going to be with the trade deadline. Job. I'm more of a dude. Uh, I don't see it on X. Do you see it on Spotify? Hockey? What's up? I I'm, I'm I can try. Uh, I'm a bit. I like my. I like my collision sports. I like. I like the NBA too. The only sport I don't really watch is baseball. I mean, I try to keep Same. up with it. I watch but, it whenever uh, it's. I mean, the Rangers won the World Series. <laughs> there you go. That's I watched yeah. <laughs> ten seconds of it. I mean, I got the I got season tickets to the the Double A affiliate of uh, the uh, Golden Knights here, so. But um, I'll try to look it up in a little bit. See if see if that comes when in. When the blitz hits the fan, the AK, I like it. I like it. We were googling names. I like that's a that's a fun one. You could that's cool. Like blitz oh. hits the fan or something like that. I don't know. Blitz hits the fan. But if that's available, what we're gonna try to do is do this once a week. We thought it'd be fun because I'm gonna probably limit the fun football pod to once a week. And Med's got his shots show, so which is already that gets once. Yeah. So. Um. So okay, so we got Miami. Cleveland, Cleveland, Houston, right? Really quick before yep. we kick, kick. Okay, so we're now we're on KC Miami, and we were on it. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, Kim, what was your thoughts we got on this? Sidetracked. We might be yeah, we got sidetracked. I like lost <laughs> where we were at. Is Pacheco, Pacheco going to be able to get his knees high enough to run like he normally does? Because it's going to be really cold. That's the question. Yeah. That's Is Taylor Swift going to be there? And Miami's 
Rundy <laughs> is actually really good. They're seventh. We're not we're not talking about Taylor. Yeah, Swift is Taylor Swift going to be is is Taylor Swift going to be uh, Jinxon Casey again? Is Travis mm. Kelsey going to be able to move his neck in that cold weather? Mm. God, What's the overrunner looks... of icicles on Andy Reid's mustache? <laughs> <laughs> Storylines are endless. How many fingers will be broken from the receivers trying to catch Ooh. that rock? How many expletives is Patrick Mahomes going to scream at his receivers and tight ends during this game? What's the overrun on that? Forty. Brutal. Ooh, hundred guy. The coldest game I ever played in. It was zero degrees in in Montana. That's actually one. Oh my gosh, uh, Montana State was actually the school that sent me a letter, and I had to call. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, the Grizzlies, and they sent me a letter, and they're like, hey. You know, you want to come play with us? So the first thing I did is I had family that lived up in there. And I said, so tell me, what's Montana like? And they're like, oh, you will hate it. Because it was literally <laughs> a bar, a store, a bar, a store, a bar, and nothing but snow. He said, and you hate cold. And like you said, I mean, what was it? Negative 17 is what you said? Okay. It was zero degrees. I don't know what it, what the wind chill was, but holy moly! Yeah, so I lived in the Upper Peninsula, of Michigan. Yeah, I played. I didn't play high school. I moved when I was in sixth grade, but I played a Pop Warner game in uh, fifteen degrees. But mm -hmm. I would play out in the snow because it was a nice way to keep warm. In all that snow gear, and I remember having so much fun as a kid. And uh, I think I played in uh, literally. Uh, negative 10 degrees Fahrenheit once. It was pretty sweet. That was actually the warmest day we'd had back then in the 90s for a while. No rain. And the wind chill made it, I think, like negative. My, my, my parents didn't want me to go to school, but they didn't cancel school that day because it wasn't actually snowing that bad. It only snowed like six inches, which up there is nothing. But I think it was like negative 40, like with the wind chill, it was like negative 40 something degrees. And I was outside at lunch playing football, tackle. Nice. This was, nice. that was fun, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and we lived near like three hours north of Green Bay where you get lake effect up there from Lake Superior. So that's extra awesome. It get, it gets wickedly cold up there. Yes. All right. But um, uh, this, I, wish I, game, I wish I had some high school stories. It's, you just throw everything out the window on this game. Just throw it all. Yeah. It's, it's a war of attrition when you're playing in conditions like these. I know Tyreek Hill, the revenge game, but my goodness, good luck throwing a football. A negative no. 30 degree. Yeah. Like, you're not, this, throwing, this, you're not catching the, it. The mustard injury is huge. He's such a weapon for them. If he's out, that kills Miami. I know they still have a, a cane or however the hell you say the guy's name, but a chain. Um, a chain. Yeah. I've been yeah, back and forth on that they one. Got, I'm going to have to remember it. A couple but, good ones down there, but yeah. No, Mozart is definitely their best. Well, yeah. He's say, been their weapon yeah. all year. Um, he's, he is a beautiful zone scheme runner because he's one cut mm -hmm. in north south. Boom. That's what he is. Right. He's one cut hey, up the field. I mean, that's why I got the storyline. Kadarius Tony might miss the game for Kansas City, so we're picking Miami. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> he's questionable. God, they need to cut that guy. Um they, they tried they tried to get him on Chiefs the phone, D, but he though, dropped the call. <laughs> <laughs> this Chiefs D has actually been if there was oh, a third phenomenal. defense in the NFL, it's been just phenomenal. They're middle of the pack in rushing, but they're fourth in passing. They're second overall in points and yards, and they've yeah. pretty consistently been up there. Um, and Miami just 
can't don't they feel like the most fraudulent team in the league even more so than dallas to a degree even though they beat dallas like then that's so, only just feels so tricky about miami where they just can't even compete with these good teams well and you they know compete one of the things ish yeah no i wouldn't even say that because they've got rocked a couple times i mean yeah the baltimore game they got rocked and buffalo the only team they beat the buffalo twice they well not this past time but no the last one they actually played them close that was the thing all right well they get they they played kc close they lost leading into the game but to me i mean one of the things that really helped out the kansas city defense is they got a running mate with chris jones up at the front uh they got a yeah his name is the polish guy from purdue Thank you. Thank you. That's that college education. Uh, AK. (laughs) Yeah. My my college (laughs) is knocking. Um, It's just lacking. I'm just lacking that college knowledge. uh, But yeah, no, once they got it, the only only thing with it, I love Nick Bolton. I think he's a great middle linebacker. Uh, But the only thing that I've really noticed with uh, the Chiefs is that they just can't take the ball away. I mean, Sneed, who was a Pro Bowl snub, uh, locked, really balled out, but he only had three turnovers, and that was two interceptions, and he led the team. I mean, they just don't mm. take the ball. They stop people. They just don't take the ball back, and, you know, that gives you extra possessions and stuff like that, and, you know, it, really and truthfully, it's going to be a under uh, underperforming Chiefs offense against a very underperforming Miami defense in my eyes. Yeah, and now missing Bradley Chubb and Phillips, so they're missing their best two pass rushers. And Xavier Howard, which is going to kill him. Who's turnover has been there all year. Turnover differential is one of my favorite categories to look at for teams who make deep playoff runs. I think that's always indicative because you're always giving your offense a a better chance, an extra possession. Yep. Yep. And. Yeah, so I I think that's that's a huge predictor. I don't know what I'll, I'll look up the turnover differential, but I'm pulling yeah, it up because that's I, a I really know. good one. I like it. Um, the Chiefs are minus eleven, and the yeah. Dolphins are. They also have two who is a turnover plus machine. two. So that's a thirteen swing right there. Chiefs are negative eleven. Yep, I'm looking at the right year. And my well, plus you two. You even look at that tour right now. He threw for 29 touchdowns, but he threw for 14 interceptions. I mean, the dude. I just don't honestly. I think Tua, Tua like really struggles against great defenses. He's really just he, he doesn't falls have off hard. Bless you. So uh, the Bills are plus. How are the Bills plus two in turnover differential? With Josh Allen, that's insane. Exactly. That defense is so. Oh my man, gosh, that's that's that's, that's nuts. Opportunistic. You know what's defense. crazy Let's is go. Mahomes has actually had worse stats than. They're very comparable. Fourteen picks, twenty-seven TDs in oh, his worst season. His worst season. Yeah. Dude, don't. To Tua and man, that's what he was. But Tua is such an indictment. When you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and Mostert, you should be the best damn quarterback in the league. He doesn't have the arm for him. He has. He all doesn't have the arm for him. This guy doesn't. I, he, I'm. I've been on quarterbacks. Man, I could talk glowingly about Mahomes, even though he's got some flaws, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Tua's man. He. When I say he's, he's not, not it, it, I don't mean he's a scrub, but 
their best case scenario for Tua would be to get an elite D and make the divisional round. That's their best case scenario. And, I, and that actually, might be this year, maybe, but I don't think so. I don't when, think they're going to go to Arrowhead and win, even though KC has been Mike, wildly up and down. When they actually picked up Mike White, I was actually super excited for him because Mike White actually has a cannon. Uh, if you ever watched any of the Jets games last year, he has a cannon. And yeah, they should have really rolled with him instead of the Sack Wilson experience. He probably uh, would have been a better fit in some ways. I mean, too, is still a good, good quarterback, but – uh, I was just never really impressed with him in that at, when he played at Alabama. And, uh, you know, when I was talking to my nephew, who is also a Miami Dolphins fan, this isn't even hindsight. I told him, I said, dude, you should, y'all should go for Justin Herbert. And he was like, no, I, we're, we're all about Tua and everything. I was like, mm. so but, I still don't know about Herbert, but at least he's got a cannon. He'd be way better in that system, launching it to Tyreek Hill. I actually like Herbert. It, you know, the only reason why, it's, you know, we're kind of going off a little bit, but the only reason why yeah. Los Angeles was the way it was is because they just don't play defense. I mean, they're running through them like crap. They're a goose. They can't stop anybody. You're not going to win a game. Defense wins championships. Good point. What are you guys leaning on this? this like, I'm, I'm leaning KC in a, in a tweet. frozen game with defense as the key. I'm leaning KC. Even though they haven't, they, they've been wildly up and yeah. down. They got just bullied by the Raiders. They got, they couldn't handle it against Buffalo, who is, I think, a contender, even though Allen loves, he, Allen to me just reminds me of Brett Favre, so much so. Like, he can make some plays that nobody else can make in the league, even even Mahomes. But he's going to, it's just, you're on a roller coaster with Allen. We're going to get into that game in a minute. But the Chiefs are four and four over their last eight, and there's something mm-hmm. definitely wrong with them. And, but I think it's a really simple thing. They they don't have a receiving threat. Rasheed Rice is probably their best weapon. That's um, Rasheed Rice. And he's not like ready yet to take over. Um, the Chiefs the Chiefs actually do not have a single thousand yard receiver this year. And that's no, including Kelsey, Kelsey. Kelsey, so we talked about that. AK Kelsey was at over nine hundred yards with four games left. Uh he missed the last game. So that's not fair. In the other three games, he had like eighty yards. So he didn't even he didn't even top a thousand yards. And he's just fallen off so hard. I don't know if it's that ankle or if it's Kel if it's Taylor Swift, if he's just hit that cliff. Um He's not wh- why Kelsey? in my opinion yeah Kelsey they were able to mask it last year the losing Tyree Kill because they had more competent play receiver but Kelsey was still a weapon and um he's really not a weapon anymore No he's 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 done at all he's, I think he's, he's done he's hung it up Yeah I, I think And I think I, I wonder where KC's going to get their points in this game but I think it's gonna, they're going to get enough barely yeah, I, I think Casey. I don't. It, it's a tough game. These elements. I mean, you remember when San Francisco and uh, Green Bay played in that frozen bowl a couple of years ago? It came down the to one a where we got dist- like, the one where we got yeah the special teams killed us and Rogers can't play in the cold and we got bullied. So who's yeah. better on special teams? Maybe that's the key. I don't probably Casey. Jason Sanders is really good and. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, this could come. This could be a field goal game. It could come down to like eighteen, fifteen, something stupid like that. I was thinking twenty seventeen. KC wins by three. Yeah, I think. I think that's KC a tough wins. one, though. Uh, so I think you're about spot on with that prediction, to be honest, because 
I I know if I was a receiver, I'd be like, I don't want to catch that. <laughs> Not from Mahomes with that rocket no. arm. It's gonna feel like a rock throw. He's throwing yeah. a rock at you. I have huge. Go in with fingers rock. come out with stubs. Yeah, you're not. Your finger might fall off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, one more fun one. Uh, I'm not that excited about this game. I just don't think Pittsburgh can do it without TJ Watt. This is the biggest spread. I don't. I don't see unless Allen screws him. I don't see a scenario Buffalo loses this one. I, I think Pittsburgh's lucky to make the playoffs. Blown. The wind's going to be blowing 25 to 40 miles an hour. It's oh, is the weather uh, freaking oh, terrible? Yeah. Let's look at Oh, yeah. What day These they two play? AFC games. That, that's Sunday? Sunday at 1. Let's look at the weather. Yeah, let's look at the weather. So, I mean, there there you go. Now, they, but but actually, that favors Buffalo because they can just run pound Cook. Well, if they can do it. Yeah, Cook is not really one of those it, play, it, uh, it, running backs you really pound with, though. Lenny Fournette is. Tell you that. He is. They pounded yeah. Cook against but Dallas I, and they destroyed him. It's Dallas. <laughs> Dallas is Fair. a finesse team. Fair. <laughs> they are a finesse team. So what I love about Dallas is they have not built their roster. That, like they built it with some elite talent, but they have not built that roster to withstand a physical team in the playoffs. And they keep wondering what, what happens to them. And they have a quarterback that's as good as he is folds. Um, so, you know, that's going to continue to happen to them. They run to San Fran, they're going to get bullied. They run into the Rams, I think they're going to get bullied. Um, so, Detroit might even pull it off this time. <clears throat> Buffalo weather. Ooh, near record wind. Yeah. It's Buffalo. 24 degrees so on sat- Saturday with winds gusting near part. 50 miles per hour. So it's going to be a run game. Ooh, interesting. This couldn't be, this couldn't, yeah, this couldn't favor Pittsburgh more. Like this That's is the best shot really Pittsburgh has to win, which is turn the ball, turn around, hand hand the ball off to Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, which they've been doing for the past four games, and they've been winning football games. Right. So, and it's the Bills aren't going to be. Yeah, I mean they're going to try to throw it, but they're not really an intermediate passing throwing team, right? That's where Josh Allen has <laughs> just no, they not no. been effective. Yeah. So. It's just but funny yeah, because I, I agree I, with it, you. That's the the weather has made this game all totally changed. It's it. go that is the, the one scenario. Pittsburgh likes Pittsburgh likes to muck it up. I get that. It's just funny against this team with this defense. Are they going to be able to run the ball? Buffalo's run defense is an elite. It's it's decent. It's fifteenth. They're seventh in pasty. So they're built to stop the pass, but in a game like this, can you stack the box and just eight guys in the I mean, box it's, and it's, just stop Pittsburgh's? I mean, both teams should be doing that. Oh, no, it's going to be yeah. a 1930 I mean, special. <laughs> Agreed. Um, I mean, we're going back think, in time I, with this game. I just, you know, the funny thing is the weather, the weather totally changed the element. I just think like, it's hard because I'm thinking like in good weather, I think Buffalo's miles better than Pittsburgh. Uh, I actually think Buffalo's yeah. one of the only chances to beat off, to beat, to beat Baltimore, but the weather did but totally change it. And it does. Favor it does. Pittsburgh. It, it flips it so much in Pittsburgh's favor. Cause they've been playing hand the ball off game, and hand Tom, the ball off football a hell of a for like four weeks. Hey, AK, I got a question for you or med. Hmm. What's the last few playoff games for Pittsburgh? What's Tomlin's record? Oh, and seven. bring that into play here. 
Oh, and seven. I don't think he's won. Are you serious? No, no yeah. way. Really? I'm pretty sure no, he's, he's lost. Like six. I know he lost I, that last one with Roth with uh, Big Ben. No, I'm. T- I think Damn. he's like oh, and s- I think he's lost like six he's, or seven playoff games in a row. He's how many playoffs wins for the Steelers I'm, in the I'm last ten years? Right Since 2011, they're three and seven in the playoffs. He's eight and nine overall, even with that Super yeah. Bowl win. So three and seven. So and uh, that doesn't really favor Pittsburgh. That Super Bowl win. But that those three I just, wins. I also came don't in like the early part. Like, yeah, they yeah, did. I don't true. like Buffalo's. The weird thing is, I don't like Buffalo's coach. I don't like Buffalo's coach at all. They're going to be put to the test in this game to come up with an yeah, offensive scheme where Josh Allen can't throw it. But they they've been kind of switching their offense too. They've been quick yeah, pop passes. Try to establish the running game. The ex, I mean, the obviously having Josh Allen is one of the running backs. The people around the and football. And they changed the up advantage. after they let uh, Ken Dorsey out too. In that. So in that New England yeah. game, I pulled up some stats because they had been dominating the running game. Uh, and I had Cook, so I stopped I stopped watching after I was out of the fantasy playoffs. In that New England game, they barely won. James Cook only had 48 yards rushing on 16 carries, only three yards a carry. They had a bunch of other guys come in. And then in that yeah. last game against Miami, I'm pulling it up right now, uh, Buffalo, Cook had only 36 yards. So he had had two really rough games in a row. So where are they going to get the rushing production? It's probably going to have to be Josh Allen. Or they like Ty Johnson. I know that. Yeah. They they like they Ty got Johnson. They so like they've got a they've got a they got a platoon if Cook can't get it done, which he hasn't the last let me pull up the game before that. I think Real... he actually didn't have that great I don't think he had that great of a game against up. the Chargers either. Let me go on a little more. He had that game here. of his life against Dallas, but the go last three weeks. Let me this look. is the this is the William and Mary bowl. Because Joe yeah. Brady was at William and Mary. Sean so Buffalo was William and Mary. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin was at William and Mary. Oh yeah, he had only seventy yards ball. in that game. So he's had three straight games. He's averaged less than forty yards. Cook, just Cook. I'm just looking at Cook. Three in a row. Yeah, they get the, since that explosion they, against pl- Dallas. It's a platoon for them. He he had yeah. his explosion. And he, I mean, he caught the ball all over the place in that game. But Ty Johnson, and he was just, I mean, just he, shredding them. He was. Just shredding they're going to be cycling backs in and out. And then the other thing is, yeah. we started the sausage dip train. Yeah, Buffalo and I, I've, yeah. I've been keeping we went up track of that. <laughs> um, ah, it's seven and zero, oh, baby. We want to take all I'll, the credit to, for the Buffalo Bills' success. Uh, I mean, I, 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 mean, I like where I'll this show's gone today with from Chicago. With, with <laughs> Joe and Aiken, this has been fun. And Ned, you've got to find some sort of like weird angle to be like this is like the rally monkey you know in baseball like sausage mm-hmm. dip yeah. ever since we started that bills now we have like a couple you know like everybody makes it on sundays now just because it's part of the it's part of the gig now you're like <laughs> you send a picture of all your ingredients we're trying to get bills mafia involved so that they're dumping of any fan base that's going to dump a hot pot of sausage dip on themselves it's bills mafia without a doubt oh absolutely and then our man, buddy, man if uh, we can get these two i, I hope we can get uh AK and Joe to do this every week. That'd be a lot. That'd be awesome. This would be buddy, hella fun. Uh, Sam uh the punter, Sam Martin, got AFC player of the month, special teams player of the month. He had an absolutely he was on fire the last month. He's the punter for the Bills. Um so punter for the Bills. shout out to him. Yeah. That's our that's our I guy. actually He's my good. wife my ex wife knew the kicker for Pittsburgh, which I thought was kind of nuts, Boswell. 
Always, yes. and he went to he went to I, I know the high school he went to in Fort Worth. I lived right down the street from there. It was pretty fun. So I, with, I was uh, like, yeah, hey, you know, there's something. Not as cool as y'all's right. stories with with your college stuff, though. I wish I'd played that long. Um, <laughs> I had, you know, we're already at two hours and twenty minutes. I don't know if Matt's going to be mm -hmm. up for this because we're running pretty late. I had a fun idea I wanted to do after well, our picks. It's because I'm on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I like eleven thirty there. <laughs> um, what are y'all thinking? Are you guys actually going to take Pittsburgh? I'm curious. No. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I'm going Buffalo. I didn't I think even really actually, comment on this I'm, game because it was like, uh, I mean, I'm going to go Buffalo by, I don't know where they're going to get the points, but I think Pittsburgh's really going to struggle. I actually think, well, I think Pittsburgh's going to cover the spread with the weather. Very well. The last few yes, they have. They the Bills D? Very well. Yeah. And they, yeah. The Bills I haven't given up more than 22. That stupid chargers game after Staley got canned. They haven't given up Chris, more than 22 points. Last five. Yes, Chris. Let's go. Make Thanks, your sausage Chris. dip on Sunday. There you Make go, your sausage man. Dip. We're getting some comments <laughs> it, over two hours in. Yeah. Dang. No, I'm still Look at that. Almost people. two and a half hours. Well, if you want to hang, if I can talk these two into one last idea, maybe Chris, we'll do it. Honestly, you're, you're probably about to watch me nod off over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe maybe we'll tap. My idea I wanted to do, whether we do it today or next week, was I wanted to do it um, after the picks. But we've ran, we've, it's been a blast anyways. I wanted to do a draft. We hadn't, I hadn't gotten to do one yet where we draft teams we want um, and draft losers, but I don't think we can do both of them. So we draft teams that we think could actually win the Super Bowl and we take turns. Um, mm. And I know who AK is, he's going to pick the Packers. So we're good. <laughs> well, you got the easiest one, man. I, want I know you're taking so bad in the Super Bowl. I want Bills I, Niners so bad in the Super Bowl. That would just if it make... wasn't Bills Niners, Bills Browns would be so much fun. Or sorry, 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 Bills 49ers. No, ah, I said it the wrong way. Browns 49ers. Flacco mm. playing K uh San Fran would be hella fun. That'd be that'd be then I I want to see Flacco in another Super Bowl. Game. That'd be great, man. I got a whole But I don't know about the Browns yet. We'll see. I got a, I got a So whole I'm taking Buffalo. We all, are we all taking Buffalo? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Chris, if you know, I'm shocked I'm going against my dad's Steelers. That's my dad's team, too. So, in fact, uh, all the stuff that you see on that jersey is uh, stuff from when I went to uh, the Hall of Fame and watched nice. six Steelers get inducted with uh, Peyton Manning. So, no, I definitely understand what you mean, Chris. Well, nice. I'll leave it up to y'all if you're all up for my little game. We could try to tap, do it in like 10 minutes. And just do quick ones, but if not, no worries. We've had a, I've had a fun show. It's up to y'all. Uh, there is one thing I actually want to touch up on, and I, I wanted to do this with Joe. Um, yeah. AK Isaac, uh, who would you say will be this year's Detroit, next year's Detroit Lions, the team that really like nice. just pops out? Mm. And I could go ahead and go with mine. And I told kind of Joe, it's not the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> you're already there. You're not going <laughs> to pop after you've already been there. But a team that did not make the playoffs is a better way of putting mm -hmm. it and who potentially could really, like, turn some heads. And the reason why I want to do it with Joe is because, honestly, the team I was going to pick was Las Vegas. Yeah, that was actually really just uh, like that's a, a team that is just a quarterback away or Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. It'll be interesting um, to see what, what they do with their head coaches. 
if the Jets could get a quarterback, I like them, but it just depends if they can get a quarterback because Brees mm-hmm. Hall is electric and they got Garrett Wilson and they got some talent on that defense. I like the Jets. Um, hmm. A lot of it depends on head coaches because I like the Chargers too. Uh, if they can get the right coach in there with, they've got so much top end talent. If you, if they can get the right coach to extract that, they could. Ooh, they I guess could it, was, really, it was about that. <laughs> I'm they picking could really Bengals. light it up. I'm picking the Bengals. They, if they can get their quarterback healthy, I'm kidding. That's the, that's an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow. Okay, I'm gonna shock. I, I'm gonna shock you guys. Well, I think the Packers could like hit yeah. 11, 12 wins next year. Uh, if the Bears do this right, they could be in for some good times. If they either they've got so many options if they get the right quarterback because they could they could flip this one for hall and they still got number nine and they've got draft space they've they've got cap space they've got so many options i actually it it, i don't know if they'll be able to hit it this year but long term if the bears can get that quarterback they can fill so many other holes in that roster too i think that i just don't know if i trust them to do it but the Bears defense got the, the last half of the year was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. That's why the Packers thing was so impressive because the Bears D had been playing good and we shredded them. It was impressive. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say, Chris, you're right. I think the Vikings are going to have a rough year. I think uh, yeah. who was the but who was the guy that they draft the Vikings drafted in the in the Aaron, draft last Aaron year? Hall. Okay, thank you. Uh, so oh, yeah. My the one who couldn't playing. throw the ball. Yeah, <laughs> Paul just went. They went. Oops. They went to Jaron. They went to Jaron. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got a, I got a fun one really quick. We won't do the other one. Who is going to have the biggest drop off next year? Ooh, who's in the playoffs? Here's... I um, think I think Philly might be in for a rough day. Philly's a good choice. Trying to go through all the playoff teams in my head. I'm I'm going through my head right now too. Baltimore, probably not them. Buffalo, um, is in an interesting spot, but they still got Josh Allen. So you got their their window is closing though. Kansas City, Joe. The problem with yeah. Kansas City is all they got to do is go and get a receiver, and they got an elite D and that and that running game. Unless Andy Reid retires, KC, they just got to get a pass catcher or two. Joe's um, back. Joe Cowboys. Joe popped back in. He's like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I got to talk on this one. Um, Cowboys. I had to go pick up a treadmill that I just bought because my new resolution is to get back in shape. Get that jog on. Hey, I'm going yeah. to try to work out in the morning. That's smart, man. Good good call. Yeah, he left dude, the show I to get a treadmill. What a noble, noble cause. I love it. I had to, man. I got a good deal on it. And it's a nice treadmill. And like I, I used to be in really good shape. I was running half marathons and stuff. And then I had oh man, there you I go. Degrees and I couldn't work out. So then uh, now I'm back up like 280, and I want to drop that weight. Get but, it? There uh, you go. Yeah. You were talking well, about yeah. which, team, which team you think is going to have the biggest fall off next year? I think it's going to be yeah. Kansas City. To be honest with you, no, and I'm not Did, just saying that because I'm a Raider fan. I'm saying no, that because no, I get that. They, no, I the cupboards are bare at receiver. Travis Kelsey is a year oh, older. Well, that's that's and sure. like they're gonna lose Chris Jones in free agency. Um, I, I just think that, that they're, I think that they're the primed. Defense. 
their defense is still good, but without Chris Jones, is I don't know if it's going to be what it was like, and they're not going to be able to replace him in the draft. I mean, even if they get a new defensive tackle, let's say they even get the best defensive tackle in the draft, Newton, like he's not going to come out his rookie year and be Chris Jones. So I think that uh, their secondary is good and that will keep them in games, but I think they're going to fall off the most meaning. Like, I don't think they win the division next year. I think depending on who the chargers get at coach, and how many of their veterans they're able to keep because they're like 35 million over the cap right now. And then, you yeah, know, Denver, yeah, Denver is, is depending on what Denver does with Russ and then depending on what quarterback the Raiders end up taking or if they, you know, we'll see what they Denver's do. Denver's in but, for a rough day. But with that I, see, I see the Raiders as being on the rise. I see Denver as like, they're not quite on the rise, but they're not on a decline like Russ. But if they you know, eat Russ's contract, it's going to be worse than the cap hit the Packers just took with Rodgers. Yeah, but so they, also, they, also, they also have – the good yeah. news for them is that they have, you know, a decent draft pick so they can they can draft a True. quarterback and have him on a rookie contract. They, so. didn't lose any, they didn't lose any of those Russ picks for this year, right? Second rounder? Uh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought all the picks to Seattle have already gone to – I think oh, – I think Maybe all they have. It was for two years, I think. It was the first and the second. Hey, I also love that you hop back on. AK had a cool name for our show if we do this as our show. When the blitz hits the fan, what do you think? You like yeah, it? Cool. Yeah, I like it. Or blitz hits the fan, something like that, if it's available. I, I think me and Med are going to talk some more, but yeah. I think we're liking it. Um, okay, so you got KC. You know, man, I kind of like that point. I just like the other pieces on D. Like I really like Snead and I like Mahomes and Reed, but I don't blame you because I think the what Raiders. Are you, what are they going to do offensively? Like, that's well, I the think question. they're going to they're going to they're going to go out there. They're going to have to go out and Dude, around they got Rice the greatest and... quarterback on the planet. He can make everybody else. <laughs> but he hasn't been doing uh... it this year, though. That's the problem. Their receivers suck. I think they're going to seriously strip them. I think they're going to cut. Much. I think they're going to cut a few guys for sure. It's like it's like there's this uh, this lady on Frozen Tundra Network. Her name's Lene. She has. This oh thing. yeah. You can't yeah. throw crap on wa- you can't throw water on crap and call it gravy. So I like that. You know, like <laughs> that that's describing the Chiefs wide receiver core right there. Like Yeah, for sure. You know? Um Tom Brady. So Although you got Rice, Casey. Rice, Rice shows promise. Like I'm I'm gonna be honest. Like Rice shows promise, but um they need somebody else and they'll they'll try to draft them. But by the time Casey drafts, like, you know, you're gonna have Marvin Harrison's off the board, Adunze is gonna be off the board for sure. Like mm-hmm. all the top receivers are going to be off the board so they're going to be stuck with a second tier guy taking a second tier guy in the first round well they could get unless they go defense from oregon Mm. yeah that's an option still there well i'm gonna stick with one pick i'm gonna go philly i think that they they're they're completely screwed on defense and the hertz contract is continuing to go up they've got aj brown um They've got talent on offense, but that defense is so piss poor, and I think they've got a culture problem <laughs> that's been coming to light here. Um, they've got the worst linebacking core in the league. They're going to have to restock that defense, and I don't think they have a lot of – got to look at their cap space, but I think Philly might actually miss the playoffs next year. Here's, an, here's another one. How about the Browns? Because Yeah, because Flacco's on – Whatever contract, like unless if they're going to keep Flacco and roll with him next year, I like otherwise they're back to Deshaun Watson, and we we've seen how Deshaun Watson is playing in Cleveland. Like, I think the two, I think the year, the year or two out hurt his game, dude. To be honest with mm-hmm. you, like, 
I got another one. What if Miami? What if Tyreek Hill loses that fast twitch? I can't be the only one who who sees that Deshaun Watson doesn't look like the same quarterback that he was. Deshaun Watson doesn't look like he should even be a starter. Honestly, I don't think he cares. He looks that bad. Well, he's got that guaranteed money now. Yeah, well, he, he yeah, he's, he's getting paid no matter what. But yeah, he's still. He's I mean, as an NFL quarterback, like you got to have some competitive nature in you. You would think that you know yeah. he just to be to want to be the best, like to be that guy. You would think that he would have some sort of drive. I think it, but to me, it's not a. I don't look at it as a motivation issue. I look at it as a talent issue. Like I just really, he's missing passes that he didn't miss before, and mm-hmm. you know, I just think that I don't know what happened. I think they're to better off talent. with. I think they're better off with somebody else, but they're screwed. It's even more screwed it, than the Russ one. Karma. I don't know if it's karma for all those sexual assaults. You know, it's like space. Jam I don't feel bad. Like, yeah. Like I don't feel bad for the guy. Stole his I'm or saying, like, he doesn't care, which means he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't care. This guy's this guy's an awful human being. If uh, if any of that's true, like he doesn't give a shit. He, he does that, not care. That affects his detail, like his attention to detail. This you know, is worse than the Kyler him. Murray thing. Like there, there, there's a real problem there. Like uh, yeah, Kyler I, can handle, I can handle Kyler Murray playing video games, but when your quarterback has yeah. sexually assaulted like twenty-seven women, yeah, like yeah, that's. I I got another one for y'all. I think Miami is top as heavy as they are. I love Tyree Kill, but if he loses a half a step, while I love McDaniel's, he can scheme a good run game. They were fraudulent this year, and they've got some talent on D at some some spots, but they're gonna struggle now. With I can't remember the kid's name. He's hilarious. That defensive tackle for them. He's going to free agency. Christian they've got Wilkins. a bunch of they've, they've got some contracts coming up. They got Jalen Waddle. I think Miami could be in some trouble. I don't believe in two of myself. Yeah, the rest of that division is so bad outside yeah. of Buffalo. Yeah, that's the only the thing one, that's saving them. The like New England and the Jets are like New England's got a complete you know rebuild on offense, and the Jets are praying Aaron Rodgers, forty year old, ace you know Achilles holds up. The one, uh, the one team that I'm thinking of right now that I think is going to fall off, and they just barely squeaked in, is the Bucks, because they're losing a lot of players after this season. They're going to be losing Mike one. Evans. They're going to be losing Devin White, Levante David. Uh, they got like no, Godwin, something people. Is Godwin a free agent? Uh, Godwin is not on this list, but Antonio Winfield, who is also a Pro Bowl snub, is on this list. And they he just was, have so many spot. key players. They're going to have to pay. They can't pay them all. And I really think that, really and truthfully, Mike Evans is going to be bolting out of there anyway because, you know, he's getting up there in age. He's going to probably want a championship. So, who knows? He might be a player that, you know, could he won go. one, but yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. He did get one with the Bucks, but yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did get one. I mean, but you. But when he you might want to go get another one. Really he's he's an all-time great, so he might. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's he's done something that a lot of the guys have done. It's weird; he's never been thought of as one of the absolute best receivers. But to do ten straight years of a thousand yards, I mean, we're we're getting into like who else has done that? That's Jerry Rice kind of territory. Even though he's not on that level, it's pretty special what he's done. And he so, does, it and he could, and he could still play. Oh, Joe's out. Um, <laughs> oh, <clears throat> all right. I'm gonna hop out. I'm gonna. I gotta. Guys, this up. was a blast. I hope oh, we can man, make this our phenomenal. panel. I think that was that was it, man. Man, we're gonna to to talk some, but I think that was really cool. I got a little too excited about the Packers. I'm sorry. If they lose, you'll I'll barely talk next week. Watch me. Next week they lose. I'm gonna sit here and be like, no one cares. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. As a no, fan, no I'm just happy we're here. NBA sadly show. as that is. 
And next week is going to be, there's going to be some hell of fun matchups. You already know it, depending on what happens here. So I got I to shave my beard and cut my hair before we decided that before the game start on Saturday is when your playoff beard starts. So I have mm-hmm. to, no matter whether you're playing you or not this weekend. Hey, we start. will, uh, we'll talk about the name. And if y'all are actually game, we'll create a Twitter and a YouTube and a uh, Facebook and we can have access and plug. Cause it'd be fun not to be the only one doing that. So yeah. Matt does all of his shit and I know AK you do too. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to put out a tweet of the turnover differential. There you go. That, that's, so that's actually yeah, we'll talk, too. man. I hope you, I, I hope we can do it again, whether it's a show or not. That was fun. All right, Phil, and then I got to come on yours for that interview, man. I'm overdue. Sorry. Yes, we got it. Yeah, we got to do that. I wrote all the thing up. It's it's ready to go. Okay. I just gotta. Cool. Um, gotta... next week could probably be good. I'm I'm, <laughs> Box Pro just asked me to hop on, which is cool. Uh, next right. Friday. So I've got a show with Bill. We're just doing picks tomorrow, and then I'm doing one with Ben. Holloway from Death Taxes and Sports on Sunday morning at 10.30 nice. a.m. Eastern. Just a Packer Cowboy 30-minute preview. Yes. And if you want, go ahead and plug your show too, Millie. I mean, you know, there's oh. a couple people that are actually from my group in here. Nice. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Oh, I love thank talking you. ball. We love talking ball. Um, right. yeah. The Millie Goats. Two and a half hours. On Twitter. <laughs> On Twitter, Instagram, the Millie Goats, anywhere you find your podcast, just type in the Millie Goats. Um, I think we're on all of them. We have no idea. We just figured out how to do a one link. Uh, we talk a lot of DraftKings too. We play DFS, but we talk a lot of other stuff. Like we, we're all dads. We work a lot and we're married. Yes, we so there's a lot of uh, uh, dad humor in there, of course. But yeah, our Twitter page, YouTube, Rumble. Um, we don't have a Facebook, but. And that little thing down there, the GPP, that's one of the big DraftKings tournament. I won the other weekend. It was awesome. Getting it. Oh, I was going to ask what that was. was, It's it's the big out of 119,000 people in DFS on a showdown. I finished first. No way. 119,000? Yes. I I don't know if you won money, but that's some bragging rights regardless. we, We did win money. We won money. Well, say. hey, that helps too. That's like extra. It's like I'm first out of almost 120,000 people. Yes. And I want some money. The win there was cool go. because you're like, are you ever going to win one of these things? And it's possible. Yep. Nice, so, man. That's anyways, legit. I, thanks, everybody. And uh, Billy Goats, we, we do a show yep. Sunday night and Wednesday night. We go so, into Yeah, he's already got one twice a week. So I didn't know if he'd be available for our show. But I'm hoping Dude, so. everybody goes to bed in my house at like nine to nine thirty our time. So if I'm if I'm a I'll let you know. Like I told you tonight, it's like the kids are still awake. And if I you know, I love doing well, this. Well, I'd so. like to start to schedule the fun football pod to be a night a week, and then if we do this one that another night, then I know my two nights, and then I can decide mm-hmm. if I want to do frozen tundra or other stuff or game on or whatever. Mm-hmm. So and uh, for me, my name is Med. I have a co-host Seth that is usually with me. Uh, Shots from the sidelines. We usually go on Tuesdays uh, around seven thirty, typically Eastern time, and uh, basically talk football. Some uh, well, he's bigger on college football than I am, and I'm more NFL. But we are. I saw his eyes a little just NBA like there. his eyes just went like this once we were talking college yeah. on Tuesday. They <laughs> yeah. like glowed, and I was like. I'm gonna let you cook, man, because I don't even know my stuff. <laughs> oh, he's a he's a huge Falls fan, which kind of I like Hilarious. the rib on him quite a bit. 
Huh? It's hilarious. Said it's hilarious. Yeah. He's a Vols fan. He's a Vols fan. Yes, that's that's funny. That's <laughs> yeah. great content. <laughs> that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're yeah. like the Cowboys uh, yeah, in college no, football. It's our year, baby. Hey, I got to say thank you guys for doing this for so long. You both are on the East Coast. So, Med, yeah. thank you for staying awake and let me spew. And uh, it was fun, man. It was good stuff. Yeah. I think yeah. this this cooked. Seriously, I liked it. All right. I'll show, I forgot to shout out. Our, it's me and J-Bye and Butch P and Tex. There's four of us. We all played college ball. Um, and we, we, we just try to bring in a different perspective into the into the football and uh i gotta shout out bill for doing the show with me he's the other host of the fun football pod uh and he'll be back tomorrow he was in disney and we will be in full packers gear if you guys can check it out that'll be a much shorter show i guarantee it but uh we're gonna be just you know just it's gonna probably be 30 minutes of straight packers content so just you know if you can tolerate that much (laughs) especially Mm -hmm. med <laughs> oh, you know. I mean, I I've seen Packers all the. Football. Hey, I gave you a shout out though. I was, I said y'all could be the the biggest riser next year, and that wasn't even oh, just no, no. me I, sucking up. I appreciate up. that. Yeah, you I know, figured you'd like that one. I'll probably go on to Frozen Tundra every now and then and shit chop. You know, too. So, AK, have I told you about Frozen Tundra? Uh, briefly. So they are a Packer only show. And they brought two Bears fans on last week. And actually, the Bears fans were respectful. The Lions guy weirdly got so pissed that was it Med? Was it you that got him? It was me. I pissed off the Lions fan. Because I told him him the truth about his team. Yeah, that was was hard. He couldn't handle it. (laughs) He couldn't couldn't handle the truth. I just told him, hey, you know, you won your first championship since 1993. I mean, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I want to run this one with Med on Thursday or Friday, so it's not the same days as my fun football. Mm-hmm. So, uh, AK, you run Wednesdays, so yeah, maybe Thursday or Friday nights we can do this. That'd be yeah. fun. Wednesday, Wednesday and Sunday are what we do. So Thursdays would be good. Thursday or probably the best. Or if, if Med ever moves this show, we could do it Tuesday nights. That'd be cool too. Either either one, because. <laughs> Bill's actually busy Tuesdays, so I, I could do Tuesdays. Well, the only but, reason why I, I have to do Tuesdays is because Seth has a he he's in an adult kickball league, which you know I'll be honest is actually nice. really fun. Um, it's actually pretty cool, man. I would do and, that. And he wanted me to join up this year, and I was like, dude, I'm 43 freaking years old. I said I pull a muscle just getting up. Sometimes don't do it. So you don't need to pop an Achilles. Exactly. I see people all the time coming. Oh, in. dude, I pulled a quad. Kicking the That's ball a hard thing them. to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my wife okay. makes fun of me. I'm starting to have pain getting up in the morning. I'm only 35, but yeah, like it's like I'm like God, I'm getting old. Wait, I'm almost 36. It's gonna suck. But start exercise. Anyway. Hey, start lifting weights. Start walking. Hey, I bet oh, I'm going to hit in the gym again. Yeah, or, yeah I know. My wife's laughing at me. I need to start. I uh, started lifting over the break and then got sick. I need to start doing it again. But I was, you know, I'm going to say I was really, really happy. A student said they thought I was 25 today. I was like, hell yeah, there we go. 25. <laughs> I'll take it. Shaving all the grays off helped. Man, AK, go. man, thanks for doing this, Matt. Thank you for doing it. Um, I think this is yeah. going to be our, we're going to do the two of us and try to find a third or fourth every week. I think that's kind of what we're leaning towards. So be hella fun. Nice. Um, I am, I am taking a break from fun football pod after the season ends for a couple of weeks, for sure. Just to decompress and then i'll warm it back up for the draft 
So AK, other than the mock draft guy, if you know anybody for that mock draft one too, we got to talk about that coming up and after the season. Oh yeah. So. We'll yeah. all get together in like a messenger or something to really actually like. How many is the stream yard? How many is the cap you at? I could get up to 10. Well, then we're set because we're going to be eight or 10. And we got the four of the, the three of us, Joe, mock draft guy. We're already at five. Uh, if we can get three more, we're set. So an idea would be we can each at least take our favorite team because then we're actually interested in that at least and do like that little wheel thing that they have and randomize the other three teams. Ooh, I like that. I like that. It'd That's nice. good. So, I like it. We, I'm game. That way it's a little bit of intrigue. Do you, That'd do, be you cool. get, do you get the uh, Carolina Panthers, which you won't have to worry about anything for the first round or do you get a uh, easy one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm picking no one. Anyway, thank y'all. Thanks, guys, for the people that stayed on, Chris, and a few others. I still see three people watching on YouTube after yeah, almost I two hours and 45 minutes. So, And my phone's at 5%. AK, um, we'll talk about the yes. interview. I uh, will see you, fun football fans, tomorrow night. Double two. It. And I'll see you guys Sunday morning. Med, I'll talk to you in a little bit, man. AK, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Thanks, guys. This was an awesome first show. Outstanding. Go. go Packers. Up <laughs>